Hello, listeners. Welcome to another episode of All Consuming Podcast. Before we get started, I want to thank some of our patrons uh, that are at that certain tier where we got to thank them every week. So a special shout out to Trey, Adam, Daniel, Heavy Metal Prophet, I Did It For The Mug, and Peter. And if you are a patron, just as a reminder, there is a second podcast we have up on Spotify only for patrons where we upload all of our bonus content and all of these episodes that are guaranteed to be ad-free. And on this episode, Tyler wanted to interview me and three guys that I went to Furnace Fest with. We talk about some of our favorite moments, shows, and just our overall experience of Furnace Fest 2023. Since he didn't get to go, it's kind of like a four versus one interview style. So with that, let's jump in. All right, so for those that don't know, Gary and a few other guys that are here, all from Arkansas, got to go to Furnace Fest, and they left me behind. And today, <laughs> kicked you out of the van. <laughs> and today, what we're going to talk about is their experience, and they're going to try to um, just tell me how great Furnace Fest was, so I can go tonight and just cry myself to sleep. That's kind of what I think the goal of tonight is. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah. you okay. in tears. Got it. <laughs> All right. So um, we do have some uh, some new guests on here today. You got Gary, and you know Gary's vo- voice, right? He's right there. Say hi, Gary. What's up? Hi, Gary. What's up? <laughs> and who else do we got on here? Can you guys introduce yourselves? Yeah, I'll go first since I'm in the top. There on it the is. Screen. Yeah, I'm Bobby. Um, I don't know. <laughs> 34 male. <laughs> <laughs> Caucasian. About about 200 pounds. Uh, I enjoy impending doom and long walks on the beach. <laughs> oh, man. See, that was more. I was just expecting a name, but dang. Okay, cool. Who else do we got? Yeah, I'm I'm Tim, and uh, I'm I'm living in Arkansas as well. And um, I like I like a August Burns Red. They they weren't there though, so that was a bummer. No. <laughs> yeah, they were there the first year. They're they're gonna be here in Arkansas in November though. So nice. I'm gonna go do that. And I weigh 180 pounds. <laughs> Why don't you brag about it, Tim? Yeah, jeez, man. <laughs> Um, and, he's also like uh, six foot five. <laughs> so, True. <laughs> trying to bulk a little bit. Um, and, uh, yeah, beaches are nice. I like, I like cool. to walk on them too. Yeah. Nice. And last but not least, we have Cecil. There. Cecil. Yeah. So I'm Cecil. I'm also from Arkansas. I was the driver for this trip. Okay. So they okay. got to sit and watch movies while I drove us hey. all the way from Arkansas. We watched one movie. <laughs> one movie. Yeah, I didn't. I watched about 10 minutes of said movie. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I am the depressed one of the group because my favorite band of all time is Extol. Oh. Who <laughs> canceled the day of the festival. So. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Dang. It was, well, uh, uh, it was a hard day. <laughs> kind of. So you're the driver. This kind of leads to my other question. Like, what – what were the events leading up to you three from Arkansas letting a stranger from Washington ride eight hours with you to Furnace Fest? Like, how did that thing go down? It was it was a little question. bit of desperation on on my part. <laughs> on your part, <laughs> I, I suppose. Because well, Gary was giving off some vibes of like I don't know if I'm gonna do it. Like the flights are expensive and yada yada yada, uh, which they were and are. Right. Um, mm-hmm. However, I gave the suggestion, hey, fly into Bentonville, um, and having knowing, known Gary from when I lived in Washington, uh, yeah, obviously, 
I, w I wanted him to come to Furnace Fest with us. So, um, yeah, that's it was my fault. That's that's how it happened. Well, and I, I went last year. I was at Furnace Fest 2022, mm -hmm. and <clears throat> I had taken my wife with me, but we just had a kid this February, and sure. she didn't want to take a seven-month-old to Furnace Fest. Right. So I uh, I had already bought a ticket. I'd already booked a hotel room. And uh, I basically begged, borrowed, and stole some friends to come fill a room in a van, <laughs> so so we could go. So it actually worked out really well. I think. Sweet. So you didn't have to like do some sort of questionnaire. You guys were just down with whatever Tim said. He's like, "Yeah, this guy's cool." You guys just <laughs> accepted that. They interviewed me for a while, didn't they? <clears throat> I was put I on a group text, and <laughs> okay, that makes him legitimate right away. It does. <laughs> and well, Bobby actually. Had already I've listened, known yeah i've listened to the podcast yeah. for oh sweet uh i don't know since its inception oh wow so you knew him you knew him through the but podcast. you never reached out I, and said hey it's nice to meet you you guys do awesome we like your podcast you're just like quietly listening never you know people do. <laughs> i'm a lurker yeah <laughs> and so eight hours together driving no it wasn't that bad i'm sure it flew by you guys just talked about Extol and everything else, right? Like, yeah, I mean, yeah. it was a smooth trip outside of having to take 450 p breaks. Yeah, <laughs> it was only like every two hours. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> right. With, with yeah. so there's one more person who came with us who's not here. Oh, okay. And that's that's Tyler. Hey. Not you. Not oh. you. Oh, okay. Different, different Tyler. Different gotcha. Tyler. But yeah, he was there too. Yeah, I almost didn't go this year because uh, my I couldn't get anyone from Washington to go with me. And Tim's mm. like, I'm thinking about going. And I was like, well, maybe. And he's like, let's get a room together. Let's You can fly here. And I was like, okay, I'm going. Nice. Easily sold. Worth. Mm -hmm. All right. So you guys started in Bentonville, Arkansas, home of Walmart, and went yep. all the way, <laughs> all the way to Alabama for Furnace Fest. And absolute, like... This is not your first time, right? Any of you guys. Oh, Tim, this might be your first Furnace my Fest. First and Bobby, right? And Bobby, yeah, so. this is my oh. first time. Yeah. Really? Okay. So I want to talk to both of you guys first. So me personally, like when I see like the Furnace Fest lineups the last couple of years, it feels like it is the show, right? Like for the scene of music that I love, like um, I have the, the flyer right here and I circled every single show that I like to see and a ton of it circled, right? Um, so what was it like your first time going to Furnace Fest? Uh, Bobby, let's start with you. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, like, obviously, like probably most of the listeners, I grew up listening to this kind of music, but I grew up in a small town in Colorado, mm. uh, up in the mountains. And, um, you know, I had to drive to Colorado Springs or Pueblo or Denver to go see any shows. Um, so this was a lot of bands that I thought that I would never get to see or I'd never get to see again. Um, like, you know, project 86 and with blood comes cleansing oh, yeah. uh, haste the day. Like I never, ever, ever thought I'd get to see when everything falls played live. Yeah. Dude. With Jimmy nonetheless. Jeez. So <laughs> it was dude, pretty yeah, cathartic, you know? And I think, uh, I feel like that's what a lot of people say. It's like, I have to go because this reunion that these bands are doing, right? And this was the year before too. Like, you're never going to see it again, most likely. You know, they might do some regional shows around or whatever, but like, that's it. They're they're reuniting for Furnace Fest, you know? 
Yeah. Tim, what were your first thoughts and just like the overall thoughts on the festival? Um, so my philosophy kind of going into it was similar to my philosophy in playing games. Um, but <laughs> I'm <laughs> see how I'm far very... you can fall. Don't get shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm very much so a social gamer and um, social music listener, I suppose. So really, uh, I think the most exciting band to me going in was Norma Jean and <laughs> somewhat comically Reliant K because it, it um, yeah, it's hardcore, metalcore, everybody else. And then Reliant K, and it's like, woohoo, punk-ish kind yeah, of, yeah, yeah. you know. Um, and so, yeah, going into it, that was, um, I had kind of low expectations and was just in it for, for the social gathering and get-together of, you know, kind of two worlds colliding, my Arkansas friends and, and my Washingtonian friends. So, um, yeah, no, it was, it was um, relatively low expectations uh, in terms of bands that were uh, that I was wanting to see, but um, the bands that I got to see, like Plea for Purging and Haste the Day, mm-hmm. bands that I never really listened to prior, um, like I was blown away, and it was, it made it worth it um, tenfold. So that yeah, was it was awesome. Plus all those Smash Burgers, right? Oh man! <laughs> oh, the bad luck burgers. <laughs> <laughs> I, I can't even think about them honestly because it kind of makes me setting records. <laughs> like, so they weren't that they were good or no, they were, they not were good. so good. But you know, oh, if shoot. you have too much of a good thing, it, it, it could, you know. And like, that's Andy from a plea for Pershing's Burgers, right? Yeah, yep. yeah. And they're Damn. they're so good. They threw him out during his show. We, I mean, we can talk about more Th- of that stuff. But yeah, he, they threw <laughs> out. <Excuse> me? <laughs> they yeah. threw out yeah. threw out his burgers okay, into yeah, the crowd to- during the show. Uh, it's amazing. I almost caught the part two of, of the them. story. Yeah, the part of the story is missing here, though, is Tim and Tyler, the other guy on the trip. Between the two of them, I think they ate like twenty-seven <laughs> Smash Burgers. Stop. Like, I'm are not, we talking I'm like sliders? Are we talking no, sliders? Or burgers? Full on double, like, double, double patty, patty, oh, Smash Burgers. Pounder. Yeah. And he so said he was 180 pounds. <laughs> that's a lie. Yeah. Dang, dude, that's cool. It's a little that's bit exciting. of exaggeration. I'm exaggerating. But... I'm lying. Okay, okay. <laughs> no, it, it was a lot of not burgers. by much. It was a lot. <laughs> not by that's much, awesome. Was, yeah, yeah, it was a lot. Okay, so Cecil and Gary, this is your <laughs> second or more. I don't know about Cecil time going. Like what? What brings you? What brings you back? Like comparing the the festivals you've been to before last year to this year um like why do you keep going back to furnace fest cecil you started so so for me it's my second year i didn't get to go to 21 i had originally bought tickets to 21 and then uh i wound up on a work trip and had to sell sell my tickets because i was going to be out on the east coast for work again Uh, so i was really disappointed 2021 sounded like the lineup for 21 was like my dream come true. Yeah. 2022 was great. I loved it. Uh, but I've been going to uh, Christian rock festivals or metal festivals my whole life. I, I've been to Cornerstone three times. Uh, I used to go to a big festival up in South Dakota uh, all the time. It turns out through conversation, Bobby and I were at one of the same festivals in, oh, wow. in South Dakota at one point in our lives before we ever even knew one another so uh i grew up around shows and metal uh my whole life and so 
the you hear a lot of people talk about Furnace Fest and the community that it brings together, and it's weird. It's like my wife is a top forty music listener. Like sure. that's that's the worst thing about my wife. So uh, <laughs> she she listens to top forty all the time, and I give her grief about it all the time because yeah. it's just it's terrible. Uh, so last year uh, for twenty twenty two, I took my wife uh, to a metal festival, right? And she's nervous and like, are you? What are you doing to me? They're Where gonna stab us, me? right? She's terrified the whole yeah. time. Uh, and we come out of the, come out of that festival, and she's she's like, that was incredible, that was great. And so if you've never been to something like Furnace Fest, uh, or at least the Furnace Fest crowd, I'll say it's different from some festivals, but uh, it's a really fun environment. You see young families, kids, kids all over the place at Furnace Fest. It's a really different vibe than uh, what a lot of places deal with and see. So it's just really cool. And so I had a, she didn't go this year, but we've already bought her ticket for 2024. Like she's getting more into that form of music. Uh, So it's just like helping me fight a good cause of West top 40 in my household. So (laughs) it's it's great. Is your wife a Swifty? Uh, No, luckily no. She's more like, like uh 2000s R&B top 40 oh, dude. type person. That's actually so. sick. Yeah, not no, <laughs> not really. I ask about the Swifty cuz I myself am a Swifty, so. Yeah, no, not really. The band I've seen the most is August Burns Red. The next artist, Taylor Swift. So I mean that's just oh, kind of where I chill, you know. And the cost that's difference between the two, we won't the get cost into. Difference. But <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's brutal. Brutal. All right. Um that's exciting. Gary, what about you, man? Like, I know you were so stoked and we did the, the episode, um, last year on furnace fest with the guys you went with and, uh, you went again. And I, I know there was like some, like they, like Tim said, kind of like, I don't know if I'm going to go, it's super expensive, mm-hmm. but you dial it in and you went again. So sure did. what are your thoughts on that, man? Well, so the last year when I went, I wasn't going to go cause it's so expensive. Um, but when Blindside was announced and like they're like one of my favorite bands from when I was a kid and they were going to play Silence, my favorite album from front to back nonstop. And it's like they're like, we might not ever come back to the States again. Who knows? And I was like, I have to go. I have to. Right. Um, so because I dunked my toes and I went and I loved it uh, this year, I was just like, well, I guess I'm going again. Uh, <clears throat> but there was a, you know, a few bands this time that really wanted made me want to go again. And uh, we'll, we'll get, I'm sure we'll talk about them. Yeah. But uh, yeah, and I think this year I, I found it more enjoyable. I don't know if it was the shows themselves, um, but like the, my first year I was just so stressed and like I had to find all those stupid OB strips and wanted to get all the vinyl and like I didn't know where everything was and like I didn't want to miss a show and like I had like timers on my watch set off. Oh, it's geez, like yeah. this band starts at this time, this band starts and I was so worried and this time I just went in caring way less yeah. and like these are the ones i need to see and then the rest i'm just kind of like i'll be in that area when they play you know so i think i just had more fun and it was more relaxing um but you know and there's you know a group of guys that was a lot yeah. of fun last year was just me and bobby and we would run into a couple people from discord and like maybe go to a show together with another group but uh i felt like we were we were always a mob wherever we went but that was pretty fun that's awesome. Um, let's talk about the show. Let's let's dive in. Um, I've got the flyer here. I've got my circle stuff. I've got some stuff I want to talk about. I want to hear from you guys. 
right? Like, I mean, cheeseburger details is that's what I need. I need that in my life. Legit. So, um, starting with Friday. Okay. Here's, here's what I got. Like, I mean, I, I don't know between for me, right? Like I think the band I'd want to see the most is haste today, right? On Sunday, but like Friday and Saturday, I don't know which one would be my favorite day. Cause I've got so much circled here, but starting with Friday, we got MXPX, uh, Amberlin, Reliant K, uh, Hate Breed, Norma Jean, Gideon, The Undertaking, Project 86 with Blood Comes Cleansing, and money and a lot more, right? Like for me, if I'm there, I got to see one, our boys in The Undertaking. So I really hope that you guys at least I know there was like some schedule stuff going on, but I really hope you guys gotta check out The Undertaking. Did you? We did. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Some of it. They were Okay. So, <laughs> so they were Bobby, tell yeah, yeah, tell me about that. So they were Honestly, outside of like death metal and like I don't know specific metalcore, like hard yeah. hardcore and hardcore yeah, yeah. influence, like Comeback Kid and Take yeah. It Back, and now The Undertaking, I love that. Um, so they were That's for awesome. for me like a new band, uh, and then getting to like hang out with Austin and talk to him and talk to the band, like super cool dudes, and they put on a a heck of a live show. Yeah. I've, I've, I haven't seen them. Gary's seen them now. What? Twice, three times, three. Uh, I haven't had the chance, but I see these videos, man. I love their music and I see these live videos and they are just full of energy, like crazy. Yeah. So, um, you know, kind of the, uh, uh, chariot esque, you know, in that sense, I don't know if you guys are chariot guys, but similar to that. <laughs> so that's cool. Um, other, other bands, like for me, uh, big with blood comes cleansing. And that was like one of those where I saw they were getting back together for this. I was like, I am so sad. I can't go. Um, that's a big one for me. Uh, obviously Norma Jean, but, uh, so let me, I'm going to rewind a little. So the undertaking, uh, we only got to see like, uh, three songs, songs, right. Uh, because they started at, they started at 12 on the main stage. And then with blood comes cleansing started at 1210. And so at 12.10, we started walking away. Um, but for those three songs, man, they did so good. And they like took over that main stage. And you'd think that I was nervous for them and worried for them, right? Like, they're our buddies. They're on our Discord server. Yeah, yeah. And It's a big stage. Like, it's a what big if, deal. Yeah, like, yeah. what if only, like, 30 people come? And, like, but, man, right when they started, like, people just flooded. And there was probably hundreds like maybe 500 people by the time we were walking away. Dude. And so tons of people saw them. Um, And David Bunsen came out from the showdown. Yeah. And like did some parts of their songs. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is amazing. And it's like, I have to walk away from this. Like, ah. And it was really hard, like just to turn and walk backwards and watch them as you, they get smaller and you're going to another (laughs) stage. Uh, But yeah, so we moved to With Blood Comes Cleansing. I don't know if any of us stayed. For the undertaking. For the undertaking. Okay. No. So, no, everyone's shaking their head now. Okay, so you guys move to <clears throat> with blood comes cleansing, and and how is that? I got I got to hear about this because I mean this is one of those reunion bands. They were right? so the good. That's famous for. They're good. They were so good. I haven't listened to them since I was in high school, which was a long time ago, uh, and I I never got to see them live. But man, like. They put on a heck of a show, and the crowd—the yeah. crowd really made it too, because people mobbed the stage, 
and ended up pulling the pulling the mic cord out of the mic so he didn't even what? have like vocals for a little bit and yeah. it was Man. just epic That's yeah cool. and they sounded great too like you you wouldn't think of them as a band that hadn't really played in 10 years like 10 15 years of yeah. of not playing shows but they sounded like they had been just finishing up a tour like they sounded great um, we, we wouldn't talk to them quite a bit after their set, like at their merch booth, cause they were hanging yeah. out. Right. Mm-hmm. And I think Bobby and I both wound up with, with shirts and some oh, yeah. merch from those guys. Like, uh, it was really cool to see them back at it. And now, now they're playing like one more show, uh, in a couple of weeks here in, in Georgia. And so it's like, man, outside of that, they talked about like, we we're going to release some new songs every once in a while as we have free time, but you know, this is probably probably yeah. about as much as we're gonna do. Like it's yeah. it's interesting. I remember um, when we walked up on with blood cleansing, um, just being really confused uh, because for some reason I thought we were watching the showdown. I don't even know who the showdown is, but <laughs> Gary had told me that the showdown. <laughs> this is just like Sorry, my Dave. state of mind, basic. Like most of the time that we were, <laughs> we were if there. Dave's listening. Like, we'll I don't really know who we're listening to. I'm sorry. Yeah. Well. Oh yeah. Uh, no. A great, great. I'm a great band with blood cleansing, but um, uh, <laughs> I I never listened to them before, and I texted my wife that we were watching the showdown. And it wasn't the showdown. Um, and then I got the showdown mixed up with showbread. Um, <laughs> And so, but I was enjoying myself. I was. And then MSPX sang about the punk rock show. You were just so confused, (laughs) dude. That's so funny. But but then came Project Eighty Six, and that was that that was killer. That was so. Did you at least know Project Eighty Six though? Yeah, the last song they played, I knew that one. What was the last song? (laughs) The Spy Hunter. You gotta tell me the last one. Spy Hunter. Spy Spy Hunter. One last disguise. A good song. That's awesome. How 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 was their new stuff? They played did Project Six play? I'm sure their new stuff, right? Like mm-hmm. a couple songs yeah. from I think Omni they Part three One. Three songs off the new album. Yeah, they played two off of Part Part One, and then they played a new track that from part no two. one's heard. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Heavy. Yes. Yeah, very, very, very heavy. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw. I've seen Project Eighty Six live once, and they're phenomenal. So, and this was in like a dive bar, so I can't imagine with a bunch of people around you that all know the songs singing, you know, it just mm-hmm. had to be awesome. It was that pretty was awesome. sweet. Man. Yeah. It was cool to hear him do his like new scream on old songs. Yeah. Like just to hear him doing like me against me, like with his other kind of, instead of like his like normal talk shout thing, you know, right. doing yeah, his yeah. like death core growl shout thing. But yeah, that was good. I've seen project 86 probably the most out of any band because <clears throat> they seem to all through college come through Spokane all the time and they'd yeah. be there with like I saw him with Disciple I've seen them with Brian Head Welch I've seen them with Spoken The Classic Crime uh, what is the The Becoming or something some like emo rock band that only had one album that had a song that make it big hmm. but anyway I've seen them so many times uh, you know in that Creation Fest every year as a kid going there but uh this was probably my favorite live performance that they've ever yep. done that's awesome yeah, it was awesome and the band was like it wasn't like you know it they're not really a band right now right and norma Jean helped write their new album 
like a lot of the guys in Norma Jean. So I was like kind of excited that we'd see Norma Jean up there with Andrew Schwab up front, but it was like uh, the drummer from Wolves at the Gate. Oh. Abishai. Abishai. Yeah, but Bobby's like, I don't know anybody. And he goes up and hugs him and talks to him for like 20 I never minutes. claimed to not know anybody. I knew. So here's the, okay, here's the deal. Get it, get it straight, Gary. Uh, all of Project 86. I'm taking notes. All of the uh-huh. guys. Except Andrew. Except Andrew are from Northwest Arkansas. So Abishai was in the Overseer and now Wolves at the Gate. Darren, their guitar player, was also in the Overseer. Um, and then Cody Driggers from the wedding, uh, played bass for them. So it was, and doesn't one of them also own the burger place? Uh, Cody. Cody yeah. yeah. Cody is the co Cody and Andy are partners. Yeah. yeah. Mm. It was special for us, Arkansas people. It's like a small world down there. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Well, I, I think that kind of leads us to the next one I want to talk about. I mean, the almighty Norma Jean, <laughs> uh, you know, I, I know Gary's so told me that last time. Last year there was technical difficulties, kind of just a weird set. It felt like, right? Like, super and, weird. And compared to this year, like, how was it? Like, what you ex- expected exceeded your expectations. I don't know. Yeah, I'll, I mean, I'll Cecil. attest that. Right. It, it, yes, it was amazing. Norma Jean always amazing, always just super tight. But it yeah. was difficult in a sense because that show was halfway through Lion K's set and I, we were kind of memeing on Reliant K the entire time but Reliant K was actually really good and they don't yeah. play very often anymore and like the nostalgia was super real yeah. and so it was it was a little hard going into Norma Jean but once once they start man and the pit opens up it was it was go time and it was really fun it went Reliant K then Norma Jean Different stages, were, but yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. So I think we got to see like eight songs or something from Reliant K, and we where it's like, are we sure we want to leave? Like, did you get will my, we ever my see escape, or was that safe for last? Don't remember. Uh, I think that's that was last. We didn't get yeah, to see that. Their last songs. Wow. You didn't get to watch it. Dang. Bummer. What did you get though? I mean, come on. What was the nostalgia trip? I don't remember. What song? Sadie so Hawkins. He dance? did like a. Uh, they did that at the end. We missed that too. But yeah. they, <laughs> that's why it was so hard. That's why it was so hard. So they did like a pink tux to the prom thing. But instead yeah. of, of like high school or whatever, he talked about breaking his toe at a. What was it? Some other like a show. Throwdown show or something weird? No, it wasn't like a. <laughs> so, I don't remember. It was at was a show. The, so the lyrics were way different. It wasn't. No, I don't think it was the chariot. I don't remember. No. He broke his toe, though. I think yeah. he was moshing at a show he wasn't supposed to be moshing at. It yeah. Was, oh, it was less. Than, it was like less than Jake. Anyway. It was like a ska band. Less yeah, than that's Jake. Right. Yeah. Okay. That's right. Yeah. You have to mosh to ska, though. Like, there's no other way. <laughs> Maybe two step. I don't know. Like, you got to be doing a something. good two step. You're not moshing. You're skanking. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yes, skanking. that's what it is. Come on. Skanking. skanking. Sorry. I'm the I'm the ska head here, so. Okay. Yeah. So he played a couple songs from like uh, you know Two Lefts Don't Make a Right and a couple songs from mm-hmm. Who I Am Hates Who I've Been. <clears throat> yeah, I think they so. played that. Yes. Yeah, they played oh, that. That's it was excellent. Face. Yeah, and he had a real piano out on the stage. And that was kind of cool. Cool. But uh, yeah, it was hard to walk away from. It really was like. Uh, but Norma Jean was great. Like as soon as we got there, I was like, "Man, I'm standing here waiting for them to come out." I could have been at Reliant K for ten more seconds. 
but I think we all got split up. I was on the right side, on the back right of the pit, and you guys were like in it. Oh, I, yeah, I got we were in. I, Bobby I was and in I, the left side, and yeah. yeah, I didn't waste any time. So uh, they they put on a, it, it was a really really good show, and I know I can never remember the drummer's name. Uh, he's been in there for forever. Norma Jean's drummer. I don't think so. <clears throat> yeah. So, but their drummer posted like he he was part of the Furnace Fest community Facebook group, and he he put out this big post afterwards. It was like thanking thanking the uh, Furnace Fest group because that was one of the most memorable shows they as a band had ever played, uh, which wow. was really cool. And so. Yeah. You know, we saw that, and we're kind of you know bumping elbows like, "Hey, we were part of that." <laughs> you know, <laughs> but it it was really really cool. And then uh, we decided to go to emo night afterwards because uh, what Corey, Corey, Corey Wait, who, decided? There. who decided? Who <laughs> decided? Well, okay, Bobby, Bobby decided. Okay, hold, hang uh, on. But hang on. But Corey Brandon, yes. Corey Brandon was supposed to be at emo night, so we went, and uh, it was not. Not quite what we expected. But he wasn't there. We can get he to that. Was there. Yeah, he was there. He DJed he like there. five songs. But here's the thing: <laughs> yeah. is what's Jimmy to complain Ebro about then? It was just <laughs> weird. What, what's so, wrong Tyler, with it? Do you know what emo night is? Yeah, I thought been? I would. I thought I went to an emo night in Chicago, and it was just a regular karaoke. And exactly we were, what it is, and we're like, "What is happening?" We yeah. sat yeah. So, up in yeah. above everyone. I was ready for an acoustic yeah. set. Norma Jean. Yeah, style. it was Corey Brandon, the guy from Story of the Year, and the guy from Hello Goodbye. And I was like, oh, That's that could right. be yeah. fun, and it yeah, was. Yeah. It was not. So they. It was fun. They, they didn't on. play like fun. classic emo. Songs. They did. They did. Yeah, they, did, they played classic emo a, songs, and like, they would go they, up and kinda, say something beforehand. And sometimes they, they sing performed along. It or no, they DJ'd it. DJ. No. Oh. DJ. And it was kind yeah, of the emo most Corey songs. Brandon did was a Jimmy Eat World song. Where they do all the woes, you know? Oh, sweetness. Yes. Or, yeah, yes. yeah. So he went and did the woes to Norma Jean style. and That was kind of cool. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Ohio's for Lovers. Had no, that's the thing. They didn't play any real emo. What? Well, I don't know. We were there late, was no Take You Back Sunday. There was Sunday, no Bayside. Cuff there was the team. no... No ball, man. It's like they played Jimmy Eat World and My Chemical Romance. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I guess. Kinda. That's but funny. the best part of the whole thing was there was air conditioning. Yeah. So that part was a that part was a win. That's nice. But you air didn't you didn't bail on bands to go no. to this, no. did you? No. It was after oh, okay. no, no, no. It was an after yeah. party. Oh, okay. Well, that's cool. Okay, so Norma Jean, I, th- I actually I lied. I did see a video. I think Gary sent it to me. It was uh, the end of all things oh. will be televised tonight. The South is so on fire. Good. That yeah. breakdown, mm-hmm. dude. Yeah. Like. Oh my gosh, uh, that was absolutely insane. So yeah, yeah, and so compared to last year, <clears throat> watching them on the main stage, besides their technical difficulties and the accident that happened right in front of Cecil, and like, oh, yep. you know, where they had to stop the show and all that, and like, you know, they had like the ten foot barricades, and like, it was just like they were off in on a stage, and we were all just kind of watching them. It wasn't part of the show. Yeah, but in the shed, that's where Norma Jean belongs. Oh yeah, like, amen. People are all over that, all over that stage. They're like climbing on top yeah. of Corey and like get it doing just crowd surfing. And it was just, it was a huge like group event rather than just like watching Norma Jean play. So oh, it, it yeah, was and they wild. played two songs. And for for those of you, I was gonna say they played two songs from "Bless the Martyr, Kiss the Child," Whoa, which was really, really? cool. Uh, 
Usually, it's yeah. Just usually, more. it's just Memphis will be laid to waste. They played creating something yeah. out of nothing. Oh wow, that's awesome. It was pretty cool. To to kind of uh, echo what Gary's saying, like for those of you who have never been in the shed, like the one of the things that makes it so uh, I don't know intimate's not the right word, but the whole shed is at an angle, like the the uh, the floor is at an angle, so it's pushing you towards the Forced stage intimacy. the whole time, right? So the the whole floor <laughs> is angled to the stage, like it's at a slant, yeah. and it's not yeah. like it's a slight incline; it's pretty steep. Especially Does it stop considering before like flat now. So the pit gets flat. Kinda, yeah. And Her. then the, and then it starts to go <laughs> up and the stage is built on the slightly up part. Oh. Right. And they poured a new and stage so this year. The whole crowd is yeah, the whole crowd's being forced down towards the pit. Uh and so then like it Some of you, us use our toes to hold ourselves back, but others yes. just roll, you know. They're like, oh, I can't stop. Yeah. I'm a can't stop kind <laughs> of yeah, guy. Yeah, I think uh <laughs> yeah, I think Bobby and I picked a guy up who definitely broke some ribs during the, during their dude set. got like smoked. Was, we saw him later. We saw him later prior to Norma Jean, and he's like doubled over a trash can. We're like, yeah, that dude, like he, and he's just holding his ribs, like. But I saw him in the pits like the whole rest of the week too. Like the dude, the dude was a trooper. Like it's he, furnace fest. You can't. Leave. He stuck it out. Right. Severely concussed. It. Yeah, this dude. Yeah. So it got pretty intense, but it was it was incredible. It was great. Yeah. That's cool. Well, anything else from Friday that you guys? I mean, you got Amberlin. Did you guys check them out? You know, no. Nope. Or what didn't work <laughs> out? Not Amberlin guys. We were like looking for food or something. Yeah. So we were listening, and we were like, we heard them do like the feel good drag, and I was like, any any takers that he's gonna scream the part he's supposed to scream? And it's like no way. And you know, he he sang it. In fact, I think he sang it even softer. And yeah. they went like all acoustic for it instead of like, you know, it, like that used to be a breakdown on their, their first <laughs> it used version to be of it. A breakdown, kind of sorta. Yeah, but yeah, okay. I mean, not my thing. We let them finish, and then then we got up pretty close for MXPX. So I went to we Gideon for MXPX. Gideon, uh, how were Gideon they? was earlier in the G- day. Yeah, yeah, Gideon was sweet. Uh, I'd never seen them before, and I wanted Heavy. to hear like, yeah, they're like that angry like beat down Kublai type stuff. Yeah. yeah. And their whole like get up, like the lead guy looks like, like a cowboy. A cowboy and then the yeah. two guitar players look like they came out of a corn cover band, <laughs> but they were really good live. Uh, and they did a wall of death uh, for, I, th- I think it all was bite down. Oh geez. They uh, went all the way it was, back. It was crazy. Yeah. Gary, it was did you pretty see sweet. Them? Um, I saw the first couple songs and then I left. You probably went to Knuckle Puck or something. Nothing off. Of, what's the first album called? I always forget. Redeem? No. Uh, costs. Costs. Anything off of Costs? No way. I don't think they played anything face down, did they? They did. Uh-huh. They did. Um, hang on, I gotta find the song. They played. So they played No Love, No One. They played Bite Down. They played Cursed. Too much is never enough. And then. Um, I think from Milestone. So Cursed is from one of them, isn't it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. I remember which one? Yeah, they played one of their one of their earlier ones. Oh, from Cost. You're right. Um, yeah, I went and got food and fueled up for the next show. I don't remember what that was, but I was like, I'm gonna take this moment to catch my breath. I think it was Unworthy, which is surprising to me, big time. Yeah. Because uh, that's a super uh, faith based song, and they're 
that's the sad part is like you you're like really enjoying listening to them and then it's like this piece in the back of your head that's like they did the whole like deconversion mm-hmm. thing and yeah but they're great lives yeah. that yeah that's something we've kind of struggled with too like we loved it. we saw them when they uh were touring for costs and it was it was phenomenal yeah and uh now you know we still i still listen to their music and enjoy them yeah. they're they're so that's the type of like hardcore that like i need more of the beat down stuff like man mm-hmm. so good all right so um then you guys go to mxpx which is like a bucket list item for me and i live in the same state that they're from and i've never seen them um so there's that so mxpx how was it what was what was what was the phrase you said <laughs> oh my gosh Oh, I've been complaining I've about this. So he said, "There's, there's a saying. It goes, uh, only God can judge." And he's like, "But I say, only judge can God." <laughs> and then he just starts the next song, and everyone's just standing there going, "What?" What? <laughs> you know, what does that, it mean? It actually it's a, makes sense. It's a thing, you know. Whatever. Now that you think oh about gosh. it, and then mull that over. It makes total sense. Like no. two days later, I'm laying on the grass and but next to Bobby, and I'm like, "Is he just trolling us?" Like, it's still on my mind, and I he can't literally stop woke thinking me up. about it. I was asleep in the grass, and he woke me up. He's like, "You know what's been bothering me?" <laughs> you can't really, you can't really be serious, can he? <laughs> what does it mean? Oh my gosh! So it had to be just like jammed, packed, right? Like tons of people, yeah, just singing along. The hardest fall I took was during the MXPX show, which what is is like a real big party foul. So you know they started a little circle pit at one point, and I was like, "Well, I'm gonna go run in a circle." It's MXPX. That uh, won't die. Yeah, yeah, I'll be fine. <laughs> this is totally safe. But uh, they they in the main stage field they had filled they had put. Uh, turf like astroturf down so which if you were at 2022 the astroturf was a great ad yeah like amazing. it was a yeah. giant dust cloud last year this year was way better but unfortunately that meant you also couldn't tell where like terrain changes were because it was just yeah. all masked by this so yeah i absolutely rolled my ankle and just like plowed through six people rolling across <laughs> uh, the circle pit and then i like went back over to the rest of the gang and i'm like yeah uh I hope no one actually saw that for MXPX. Like, <laughs> but uh, no, it, I didn't it know was it great. Happened. It was, yeah, it was, yeah. I rolled pretty good, like full on on my back. Like another dude picking me up, and I'm like, oh, Norma Jean, so you were fine. You were <laughs> totally fine, fine, totally Jean. fine, totally fine. Norma Jean, MXPX, MXPX almost died. Oh uh, yeah, got me. Yeah, only on my back with a, pro, with a rolled ankle. Yeah, only judge judge can God. Responsibility. God. What's that? And you're just getting all, <laughs> dude. <laughs> yeah. So yeah, I'm on the phone with my wife after after night one, and it's like, well, yeah, I took a pretty bad fall. And she's like, really? What show? And I'm like, well, MXPX. <laughs> and she just laughed at me. Like, Aww. that's awesome. <sighs> Yeah, that happened. That's but other than sad. that, it was fantastic. Uh, cool. <laughs> Might as well have been armor for sleep. Oh, yeah. Yeah, MXPX was a lot of fun. It uh, there's an old dude in the mosh pit. I mean, that we're talking. Cool. Uh, what? What? Eighty? Seventy-five? Yeah. Well, he was in his sixties at least. Eighty, no, dude. Dude, how old like, eighty is? He was decades 90. older than my dad. Three hundred. Eighty. Eighty is older than Joe Biden, right? Like he came I mean, out of the grave. <laughs> freaking ridiculous 
But uh, it was really cool seeing, you know, an older generation out there, and people were like hitting them and bumping them, and then being like, "Oops, sorry," you know, like, be careful around this man. But dude stayed out there for like forty-five straight minutes, like yeah. just in the middle of the circle, like two step and cool. two step yeah. and yeah, doing was... like finger waves, like. Yeah, he was great. That's awesome. Yeah, but MXPX was a ton of fun. I mean, they had a lot of energy. Uh, like. I don't know. It was entertaining more than like, mm-hmm. I don't know, like jamming to music. Um, lots of jokes. And impressive. Um, you know, comparatively to Amberlynn, like those guys are probably the same age. He he kept up and he performed very, like at a very high level still. Yeah. Uh, it was, it was cool. really impressive. Yeah. Lots of bass solos. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Lots of bass solos. Yeah. But uh, yeah, a lot of group shout stuff, sing along. Not a fan of those so much because it's like, you know, Unless what am I? Standing next to me, youth group. Unless I'm standing next to Tim, then it's Whoa. hilarious. <laughs> was that the meme? Yeah, I, you I were the you that. were the meme voice, Tim. Yeah, I heard that. It was pretty good. Yeah, yeah I posted sick. a reel. And this, this guy's like, this guy's like, I was like a person behind you and a person to the right, and he's like, you guys were the most fun to watch at the MXPX show. <laughs> That's so cool. I did have earplugs in, so I didn't really know how loud I was. I knew I was loud, but I didn't realize I was like drowning out the 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 sound. Ah! Yes, this one. They play their old stuff, I presume, like Chick Magnet and stuff. Yeah, Yeah. Chick Magnet was a bop. That's so fun. Okay, so I think that really concludes Friday. Anything else from Friday you guys want to talk about? Emo night. It, it was a thing to remember yeah, and <laughs> and then forget soon after. Yeah, we were so tired, too. They kept yeah. trying to pay me money to go stand on the stage with all these little teeny bopper girls in my convictions That's true. shirt. What uh, was the conviction shirt? It's the... Crucify me upside yeah, down. It's the upside down cross. Let's <laughs> go! Oh, I have that same one. Yeah. We're like, me we'll too. pay you 10 bucks to go stand up on the stage and just stand there and Turn, not do anything. Is it the one with it on the back, right? No, it's this on the no, front. It's on the front. Oh, it's <laughs> a ten dollar oh, bet. Mine's the one on the back. He had to go up there and stand next to everybody. Yeah, that's up there dancing and singing along, or whatever. They're drunk. But, but he wasn't allowed to dance. He wasn't allowed. He had to just stand in the middle of the stage for the rest of the song, not moving, wearing his unworthy what shirt. What if Corey Brandon punched me? What like what? Oh, like you'd have street cred. Nah, he'd have stood Maybe. there right next to you. Maybe. I don't and know. You'd have street cred. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Okay. Uh, so Saturday, I, I made the decision. Saturday would have been my favorite day. Um, from bands like, I mean, and some of these like Thursday, Sayosin into Shikari, like that reminds me of high school. Um, obviously, become the archetype was probably sick. Like I can't even, ugh, holy name, um, that experience I cannot wait to hear about. Living sacrifice, which had to be pretty dope. I'm a Mind Force guy. I know you guys didn't go to Mind Force. Well, or Gary I did. Said, yup, I did. Yes, let's did. go. Mind Force. Okay, is great. I got to hear about that. Yeah. I got to hear about that. Um, training for Utopia. Like, I mean, those some of those bands are just unreal. So, oh, and then obviously the big one, Turnstile. Oh yeah, Turnstile. Um, <laughs> uh, so let's talk about Saturday. Like, what stood out? What did you guys go see? Start with Mind Force since they were early in the day. Okay, so. Yeah, I'm a huge mind. And where was guy. I? Why wasn't I there? I don't know. I you were probably back to the car to drop merch. Oh, oh uh, yeah. I, think. I told Gary, dude, 
Garrett, you need to at least like just check out Mind Force for me, check out Turnstile for me, and just let me know. Just like talk to me about. It. And he didn't even go see Mind hey, Force. One so I'm out glad of two you guys did. Okay, so so Mind Force. Were there a lot of uh, kick? Was there a lot of kickboxing happening? Yeah, it was a crazy show, and we stood kind of in the back of the shed because um, we just kind of got there late. And yeah. but they're so good live, and like he's just that that typical like east coast new york hardcore yeah and he's so funny what, what he said like this song goes out to my wife uh i love her and i take a bullet for her and then the next song is like this one goes out to my enemies i hope you die <laughs> and then they just like <laughs> just like <laughs> chaos <laughs> <laughs> oh man yeah i've seen so many live videos on youtube and stuff and like just brutal the crowd's just insane they were cool you know and it's not like it's you know like super super heavy right but there's there's breakdowns and stuff like that but it's like it's just that old kind of like traditional hardcore yeah you know? they were great yeah that's cool man see so you liked them too yeah it was a lot of fun i i hadn't i didn't really know anything about them but it was a spectacle to behold there was just <laughs> like the, the the shed should not be this active this early like <laughs> People are way too excited for like the third set of the day. Like this is <laughs> this is a lot, but it was great. Dude, that makes my heart happy. Wow. Okay. Good. Sweet. So, uh, what else on Saturday do you guys go dialing? I mean, I know I saw the boat rowing the boat and becoming the archetype. Do we need to talk about that right now? Gary, I think they're the next band we saw. Gary right? just rode the boat, man. <laughs> so how did that all go down? <laughs> I don't really know. So I think the song was Elegy. Yeah, it was during Elegy, I believe. Well, yeah, I just look over. I don't know. We were, uh, I, I, I looked over too, right? So like, you know, the song's awesome. I'm trying to record it. And I just see a bunch of dudes in the mosh pit rowing. And I was like, well, I have a beard. I think I have to do this. Just put my phone away and got in line. Didn't think anyone was going to like record me or. (laughs) And then make fun of how I row. Yeah, he was actually like (laughs) grabbing. Like he was, like I don't know what he was grabbing, but he was grabbing something. Letting go, each, grabbing each row. There were new paddles every time, you guys. <laughs> Recycled new. Recycled new. Oh man. Okay. It was okay. good. He fit really well in the boat, though, because the beard. I mean, he looked like he belonged in the boat. So yeah, good. for sure. No, but becoming the archetype themselves were great. They played. They played a lot of old stuff. Uh, which was really cool. They played a couple of songs off the new album as well, but yeah. uh, and then they closed out with "How Great Thou Art," which is really like really cool. I, you know, I I've been I've been trying to guilt trip the worship pastor at my church for like three years to play that, but he he hates anything with, with rock and roll. So it's like, come on, man, look. And so it was just really cool to see that live, like at a festival like Furnace Fest, where. I mean, let's face it, not, the whole audience is not there for bands that play uh, How Great Thou Art. But right. uh, it was cool yeah. to see them play that. It's like I'd never seen them play it live. I've seen Become, I've seen them three or four times, uh, but I'd never actually seen them play it live. So it was, it was really cool. I, I really enjoyed it. Yeah, it was my first time seeing them, um, and I really, really enjoyed it. I had a chance to see them right before, he le- right before Jason Wisdom left the band, uh, <clears throat> but I don't remember why I couldn't go. But... Uh, they played my favorite song, Ransom. Let's go. That's a good song. Which so they ended a song and their guitarist Seth goes to the the keyboard thing and he starts like playing a song and it turns into that 
you know, harpsichord ransom. Oh, yeah. And I was like, this is ransom. This is ransom. And they're like, you know, and Jason made a joke, you know, how about you quit playing that? Yeah. Yeah. Harpsichord is whatever. And was just like, you know, <laughs> let's, let's do the next song, you know, kind of thing. And so it's kind of like a joke. Cause I don't think they could have actually tied it in without like a click track or, you know, some kind of sound like, right. You know, um, but yeah, so then they started it and you know, it was a great song, right? It it played really well. It's their most metalcore song. They're usually progressive metal, you know, right. cuz they got that my hands have taught me terrible things. So good. Awesome breakdown. Beautiful, yeah. Um but yeah, it was it was really good and I think Jason's voice is so good mm-hmm. live. Like yep. really. so thick and like full-bodied. And I don't know yeah. how else to describe it, but beefy. Yeah, I mean, compared to a lot of the other screaming that we heard through the weekend, you yeah. know, there's people who are like, "Ooh, you need to rest that," <laughs> like you're gonna hurt yourself. Um, and he just felt like he just sounded like it was like easy. That's cool, but man. Yeah. Awesome. Um, so, what else did we, you guys, see on Saturday? Then, I mean, next up would have been Living Sacrifice. Yeah, it was just a day in the shed, right? Mostly, yeah. yeah. All this was in the shed. shed? I was in the, no. no becoming there because I played main stage. Oh, okay. Uh, but the next but three then, in a row were shed. Yeah, I, I basically stayed in the shed the rest of the day. Yeah, Saturday was kind of a geezer fest. I feel like, at least for the first half of the day, it was just <laughs> like a bunch of geezers playing, playing metal. music. <laughs> yeah. Old, old, old metalcore, hardcore yeah. people. It was cool. It was cool, but it was, it was a lot of old dudes. Um, and then probably next up after that, the, of note was holy name which was freaking whoa, whoa. amazing we can't skip we can't skip living sacrifice <laughs> oh yeah yeah, yeah. okay like, yeah, you can go back to living sacrifice so those those guys so <laughs> i grew up in a household that listened to metal like my whole life and i'm from i'm from oklahoma so it's not like i'm that far from arkansas and so living sacrifice is an arkansas band so i've seen them a whole bunch growing up uh like they're uh, Bruce's nephew is my barber in Arkansas, right? So wow. I've got some living sacrifice connections, but so I, I've loved those guys for forever. They got out there and played some old stuff. They had DJ, their original lead singer. He came and played a song with yeah. them. Um, you know, they played a lot of really good old stuff. Like their first song was Reject, uh, wow. which is like, yeah, I mean, my dad's like, happened. record, re- it's like his birthday that day. And I called him early and he's like, if they play reject, record it. And it's, it's the, like the first song. I'm like, geez, yeah. like, get my yeah. phone out. Gosh. <laughs> yeah. Gary had said, I was like, am I only, I've been instructed to record reject. And I'm standing there as the song set starts. I'm like, Hey, he's like, <laughs> I, gotta, I gotta hurry. Dad's gonna be mad. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but uh, and then the weirdest thing of that set had to be the fact that the the perennial guest vocalist of the day, so Ryan Clark joined like six different sets on yeah. Saturday. He he played in like he he'd show just randomly show up. It's like which song is Ryan Clark going to come sing today? He's or on the side set. stage, guys. You think he'll be here? Yeah, <laughs> right. And so to 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 end out the Living Sacrifice set. Uh, the one of the guitar players from Jeremiah. Demon Hunter, yeah, Jeremiah from Demon Hunter, and uh, Ryan Clark come out and they sing a Pantera song. Mm, it's so that's pretty cool. Uh, it was really random. Like uh, I'm confused, but this is also really great. And so yeah, it was cool. Yeah, Bobby and I were only or Tim too. We we all three went and saw Pantera in in uh, 
in Arkansas, what, three months ago, yeah. and it sounded better than Pantera. So it was like, well, this is great. So true. we'll just uh, living sacrifice. According to Tim, that's Pantera not hard to do. Well, that's true. <laughs> yeah. Tim was not a Pantera was fan. garbage. <laughs> <laughs> even, even Walk, like, I mean. Walk was great. It was Walk good. Was Walk was great. But yeah, it was it was really wild. Like, I was that was if you had put that on a list of things I would see that day, I would have uh, I would have not not picked that one as one I would see that day. That's cool. That yeah. sounds awesome. Yeah, Living Sacrifice. I mean, it's another one. Like all these, like becoming the archetype, Living Sacrifice, um, going back to uh, with Blood Comes Cleansing. Like I've never seen these bands, and like. Is this ever is that this was it? You know that's what it kind of feels like. So it's so cool. You guys got to see him. Um, yeah. So the next one then was Holy Name. No, it would have been Zayo. Oh, so, yeah. hey, oh okay, yeah. okay, okay, okay. So okay. after Living Sacrifice was Zayo, and then Training for Utopia. Yeah. And I listened to them as a kid. They're like sure. not my favorite bands, but so I had to see them. And I usually yeah. I just stood at the top of the shed and watched. Um, but I don't know why, but I was just dead tired on Saturday. And I was mm-hmm. like, man, if we're going to see Holy Name, I want to ha- be fully rested because right after training for Utopia is Holy Name. So I went out and chilled on the grass and Bobby was out there and that's when he was asleep. And I was like, the thing MXPX said, this really bothered me. <laughs> but uh, so, so I got to watch, I watched a, f- a couple songs from both and um, I'll let, I'll let Cecil, I think you were there for both of those the whole way. Right? Yeah. Yeah. I, I stayed, I stayed basically in the pit for uh, Zayo. Cause I grew up listening to Zayo. The last time I had seen Zayo, I got a concussion. So I don't really remember seeing Zayo that much. <laughs> and so, uh, yeah, I used to go a lot harder in the pit than I did nowadays. Except but... for MXPX. We, we Except for MXPX. That. Yeah, that, that's <laughs> true. But, uh, so I, I've grown up with Zayo. I was where I had a Zayo shirt on Friday. I, Cause I won't wear the band shirt of the band. I'm going to see in a, at a concert. That's just a party foul. Wait, wow. that's the uh, thing. So. Yeah. How? Yeah, that's, I got, that's I, I don't know. Oh my goodness! If if I, I I can't wear if I'm gonna see the band that day, I can't wear their shirt. Why? But then, because uh, every, everybody knows I like that band. I'm there watching them, so I'm gonna wear a poser. Oh, okay. Right. So I just never understood so, that. Okay. Yeah, that that's how it works in my head. But actually, gotcha. on Saturday, Gary talked me into wearing my becoming the archetype shirt. So I was a poser in my own rules. Oh, so no. how dare you? Anyway, but yeah, I'm such a loser. But. You should have yeah, seen us so in the I mornings. Think... We're like, I'm going to wear this shirt. <laughs> oh, we so that clashes with mine. We can't have too many skulls. While I yeah. put on so my Hawaiian shirt. Have... I don't think we ever said Beautiful. it, but we wound up with adjoining rooms at our hotels, too. So we had two rooms, but we all had adjoining rooms. So uh, oh, okay. we uh, we really did get to pick each other's outfits in the morning. It was, it was pretty... <laughs> there were shenanigans. You guys never wore the same <laughs> band, right? Or did you? Not on the same day. Uh, not on the same day, no. But <laughs> he's oh laughing because he knows we're being serious. Yeah, absolutely serious. <laughs> Look, but, we all love convictions. We all had a conviction shirt, and it's like, dude, I'm yeah. wearing it on this day. We can't have the yeah. same shirt, you know. It's true. But the same guys who congratulated or told Bobby they liked his conviction shirt on Friday told me the same thing when they saw my conviction shirt on Saturday, Sunday. <laughs> so at least. At least the crowds are consistent. They probably thought you were the same person. They're like, that guy's yeah, been probably. wearing it all weekend. Yeah, I bet that shirt really smells great. That's funny. But no, Zayo was incredible. Uh, you talk about, you know, Gary talks about guys who sound like 
they can't scream anymore or need to take a break. I don't know how Daniel, the lead singer for Zayo, and I know they don't play that often anymore, but that dude has one of those really deep, guttural, angry sounding screams and growls, but it he has sounded the same since the late nineties. It's like, yeah. I don't know how he does it. Uh, and so he sounded just as mean and angry as, as ever. Um, What's so up with their guitarist down. with his eyes rolling back all what the time? A, that's, really that's, that's, that's kind of his thing. Like he used like to, sp- he used to spitting. do this thing. It's distracting. I'm trying to like enjoy the music, and he's drooling on his guitar and he's licking it and stuff. And it's like, stop. Yeah. Stop. <laughs> it was it was strange. <laughs> I watched two songs. I know it's like his thing. I saw a shirt. They sold a Zayo shirt with like his face on it. You know, like his eyes rolled back and all that stuff. Yeah, I can make no excuses for him. He is weird. I'm not going to deny. But uh, I grew up with him, so I really liked it. But he used to do this thing where he would get up on top of the bass cabs or the guitar cabs and then jump off and land on his knees. And I mean, obviously, obviously, that's not good for you. And so uh, I read an article once. It's like his doctor had told him, like, after his second knee replacement it's like you gotta quit that so he does this thing now like he does the zombie thing and then i don't for those of you who weren't in there which is everybody here he does this thing where he stands up and just falls over on his back like instead of jumping off of things he just falls over and then plays a verse or two from his back it's like kind of weird but uh other than that yeah training for utopia was up next i'm wearing a training for utopia shirt tonight you can't see it but you better not be seeing uh, them tonight they were no, not tonight. But they were they were great, um, and it was it was kind of funny. Gary and I, I I moved up out of the pit for the, for those guys. But Gary and I were talking, and there was the original lineup for the band was there, right? Um, and and Ryan talked about it, how it was like all the original guys, and then but then there was this kid on the on the other side of the stage, and I looked at Gary and I was like, well, what are the chances this kid was alive? <laughs> the last time the last time that training for utopia played a show and so then like two songs later uh ryan's introducing the band he's like and obviously you guys know my brother don and uh that's actually don's kid he's Whoa. 17 and playing guitar and i was like that's cool Aha, so he really wasn't alive the last time they played a show Dang. but yeah so they have that's don's 17 year old kid playing like a, another rhythm guitar for them. And so yeah. it was really cool. Like, and that's the type of thing where it's obviously a band that was never real commercially successful. Yeah. And obviously it's rolled into a lot of different music for a lot of those guys in the band. But, uh, to see it still as like this weird family atmosphere was really pretty cool. It's like, mm-hmm. well now it's like a dad jamming with his kid. Yeah, uh, that's so and so it, it was really, really cool. And they, they wore their like matching, matching outfits a lot of fringe. <laughs> cowboy outfit cowboy yeah, outfits yeah, yeah ryan had like this fringe vest on and uh it, they they went all in uh but it was pretty great that's awesome so then what's next i went to two songs i went in. to two songs of seosin i had to see them i haven't seen them since college and nobody else was impressed and i liked them i went there too but <laughs> i, I got a hamburger too I thought they were they were great. Any what two songs did you see? Do you know uh, was it or were they? It, just... Yeah, they played one from one of their earlier albums. Um, 
don't recall the name. And then they played one from uh, their self-titled with, I think it was Voices. Oh yeah, Voices is good. Yeah, which it was a great song. Yeah, I, I I'm a, I'm big into I was big into Sayosin back in the day, um, but yeah, okay, yeah, they were good. They no one liked that. No one no, was these in guys. on that. Well, it's like ten minutes. Okay, into Sayosin and then Holy yeah. Name, right? Uh, okay. Or something. It was another one of those like it yeah. overlaps. So what are you gonna do? But apparently, I mean, the crowd for Sayosin was huge. Was it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's cool. After After Living Sacrifice, which was like four hours before Holy Name, I basically chilled in the car next to main stage <laughs> because I was so whooped after Norma Jean. Weren't you in the I grass did. too, like sleeping on the fence or something? Yeah, yeah. We went and hung out in the grass, and I was like, you know what? This is kind of uncomfortable. I'm going to go to the car after like an hour or something like that. But um, <laughs> yeah. yeah, it got hot. And... But I was, I, was, I was just hanging out. Yeah, it, it did start getting hot. But Holy Name. And then you guys reunited at some point for yep. Holy Name. Are we going to get there? We're going to keep beating around this bush. We're there. We're there. Okay. 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 We're there. Okay. So I got to hear it from all you guys. Like, how was it? I mean, it's one of those where they don't perform live. Like this is their first one. This is the first one. Get after it, Gary. Start us off. I was nervous. You were nervous. I was nervous about it. Cause I was like, well, I love the album. Yes, me too. I don't know how they're going to pull this album off. Right. And so, (sighs) yeah, I was like, man, what if this sucks? No, like, Furnace Fest is the place that they could pull it off, right? Because right, their right, problem, yeah. I, it's not a problem, but all their songs have guest vocalists except for a few. Correct. So it's like right. they got they got to be at a place where all these other people are at. So yeah. it's like, well, we already know Ryan Clark goes on stage for every band. So right. he'll, he'll go on for his song. <clears throat> but then, you know, they had a couple other people come and join. And I'll get to that when we get there. But this was actually, so it wasn't at the shed. And it wasn't at the main stage. It was at the pond stage right at sunset. So like seven ish. Uh, mm-hmm. So when it starts, the sun's like beaming on the stage. When it, when the, they're done, it's like pitch black outside. Huh. Um, but the pond stage, it's called that because right next to it is a pond with like a bunch of waterworks and stuff from the old blast furnace. Um, that's just like over there. Um, but it's like got a bunch of trees around. It's a much more chill stage. Um, a lot of the bands that play there are more of the softer side or experimental side or ska, you know. <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, so the stage was just different, um, and it was really cool being there at sunset time to to do this whole thing. And I got there with Tyler because uh, we got burgers together, and then you guys were all together on the other side of the stage. And we're like texting each other, like, you know, here's my view of the stage. Here's my, we're over here. And I'm like, oh, they're on that side, but they were about to start. And, um, but they had technical difficulties to start with. And I was kind of nervous about that. Uh, his mic wasn't working. There was a popping and clicking sound coming from the bass, and they were just trying to, there was just a lot of issues. And I think they started like five minutes late, but yeah, anybody want to start with their experience of it and what they thought? Me not all at once, <laughs> boys. I, I wish I could remember their song order because there. I mean, there's a few songs I wish they played, uh, but I, it was one basically of the, the EP. Yeah, mm. kind of basically the, the, live of the EP. Um, one of their first ones was Creed. I think that was their second yeah. song, and Creed started, and uh, yeah, I was gone. I, I the the pit 
uh, engulfed me, and I became one with it. So um, there's a pit, but then there's it was kind of wild. Yeah, and then there's pit. Yeah. Is that what happens? It, it, it was dangerous, like, dude. It, it, it was dangerous. Was dangerous. <laughs> yeah, it was violent worship, as they call it. Right, but like, there's times like Creed, right? You know, like obviously there's super heavy pieces, but then there's just like Hillsong esque choruses. No, during that too. So oh, okay, okay. They no, did. Yeah, you you'd stop and and sing with them with them. Stop, yep. hands up, then yep. elbows out. So yep. they did celestial. <laughs> okay. Uh, but you know, yeah. Joe Mustin was supposed to be there, but he had to speak at a funeral that came oh, up suddenly. Okay. Um, and so the guy from before there was Rosalind did his part, and mm. and he, he did so awesome. good. He did. Um, was that the first song they did? No, it was like the. Was yeah, I think that was the third song. I think. I think Creed was the third because that's when I put my phone down. I'm like, I'm going in that pit. You're right. For, it was the Creed. second song because, yeah. So we, Bobby and I, were on like the back right side of the pit to start, and then we watched during the second song. Somebody on stage decided to stage dive. <laughs> yeah. And I, there's a yeah. video on YouTube. He like run. I mean. Yeah, like, dude goes running, and he jumps, and the seas part. Like, like he made no eye contact with anybody. No, yeah. And you, everyone just looks and goes, ah! Steps out of the way. Like, he full-on, you know, six-foot stage or five-foot stage, like, to the ground. Like, no in-between, no, no, no breaking of fall lands. And uh, – then then it's like i think it's like this middle of creed or maybe the next or the first or whichever song celestial maybe we're all in the pit uh, at this point and at that point it's like all right well now people are starting to get active so we all wound up like smashed right smack dab center for the in whole front. rest of the set yep. like in front very of the pit. front yeah on the rail we didn't i didn't know where gary was to start the show but we all wound up on top of one another about two feet in front of That's awesome. the gate. Yeah, I found you guys because I went in to the pit and I turned and looked and I saw Bobby just get flipped upside yeah. down. Smoked. Oh, upside man. down? Yeah, like yeah. I was doing like a air? circle. Yeah, like, this dude did like this ninja sweep on him. <laughs> Wait, a yeah. leg sweep? Bobby was just yeah. two-stepping. The dude was yeah, like yeah. breakdancing on the ground and like sw- took his legs out and he's like, ooh, I'm sorry. And Bobby's like, the I hit the. All I remember is my head hit <laughs> the knees, dude. And that's how I found you guys. Yeah. Oh my gosh. He still has a video of it. Yeah. I think I have yeah. that on video. Yeah, I got, the, I got the end result on video right before I joined the, the pit. You see Bobby... Like go skidding across the ground as he's just been drop kicked, uh, and then then I turn the video off and run and get it. Like I'm like, all right, my turn. Like, yeah, drop kick for Jesus. Meanwhile, in the yeah. background, it's celestial beings falling for his throne. Bobby just became a celestial being. <laughs> but you know, after we got up in the pit, like, and the crowd started going, and you know, uh, Tommy stopped a couple of times and like led the whole. Test, like the whole thing in prayer, like prayed a couple Jeez. times, like yeah, which was talked awesome. about, yeah, like started the show off with a prayer, which was really cool, and then, which is probably why you know nobody tried to catch the first guy to stage dive because it's like, oh no, but this is we're praying in this show, and then you know, forty five seconds later, this dude stage diving, but um, like really cool stuff, like stopped, he he talked a little bit about like where 
the album was inspired from like his own yeah. personal struggles and his journey. And I'm telling you by the end of the set, there were like big sweaty tattoo covered men bawling. Jeez. Like people were crying. Um, it was, it was crazy. Uh, and awesome, so like at, by the end of the set, like, and we can talk more about the set itself, but at the end of the set, like, Tommy just comes and sits down on the gate, like at the, at the front of the stage and people just come up and he's like praying for people and praying with people. You turn around as you're trying to leave and there's dudes just hugging and crying on one another in the pit, like where the pit used to be. Um, I like reached out and there's this guy I'd seen all last year and he was there just hugging this guy crying. And I like, you know, patted him on the shoulder and he turned around and gave me the sweatiest, <laughs> stinkiest, like nastiest mm-hmm. hug I've ever experienced. I don't know this guy. Like, I don't know him, but <laughs> it was that kind of experience Jeez. where like there was, I was not prepared for the emotional impact that that set had yeah. on yeah. not only me, but uh, like several hundred people that had, had gotten up and involved in that set like you know i'm i'm 30 minutes removed from or an hour removed from zeo right the zombie guitar player and then here we are like crying during a holy name set like yeah i think it was wild it was a great time of worship it was Uh, because you know they did like meet me somewhere quiet oh yeah and it's just very emotional and people are singing along arms raised uh like i we were literally like just singing at church as a big body of christ um, and the hard part is like that song does eventually get heavy. Yeah. You know? And so like, you're like fighting back tears. You're like, I don't know why I feel like crying. I'm not going to cry. And you look over and everyone else is crying. You're like, but I'm oh, not going to, and your cried. hands are up Then you get a foot to your butt <laughs> and you look yeah. behind you and there's like a mosh pit going and you get pulled in. You're like, I guess I got to go in here. You know, like, I got to fight my feelings out. I'm not going to cry. You're going to cry. But and I think another thing that really tipped the scales of emotion was when he talked about doing the song Mr. Millstone. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, minus Brooke Reeves, so unfortunately. But mm-hmm. he said the song is about like men in the church, pastors, leaders, whatever, uh, taking advantage of people sexually. Yeah. And sinning against them, and he's like, "That is not Jesus. That is not God. That is unacceptable. That is yeah. not allowed." And he apologized for all of them, like. And people all around me just started crying. And I'm like, man, there's so much hurt yeah. like in the world. And I feel like these underground shows, like metal in general, like that's just kind of where people go to get their aggression out. And I feel like it's just an unheard and unreached pe- group of people for, for God. Um, but And the way he did that, like the way he did Millstone, he's like, I'm just going to get really angry here. You know, and just yell, you know, whisper, screaming, sink, pointing down, yelling, sink, sink. Mm-hmm. Um, it just, it was goosebumps, you know, like, mm-hmm. and then when it was over, he's like, was I angry? That was angry. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> yeah. I mean, for me, like I think of shows I've seen that have been emotional, right. That have changed me personally. And I look at like shows like when we see yeah. software today, right. And Maddie, Maddie preaching and, and the, the words being sung, I would probably, it's, it's gotta be something like that because just you guys telling me about the crowd's reaction like makes me want to cry right like that's just amazing to see that god is working uh, uh through that and through tommy like 
It's just crazy, man. It's so cool. So cool. It it stole the show for the day. Like Absolutely. Yeah, it's it's one of those things too, like the thing that I love so much about Tommy is he's not afraid to be vulnerable about like his struggles and his yeah. fears. And I feel like especially in modern Christianity, that's not something a lot of people want to portray or want to show. Sure. I mean, Tommy at one point is up there saying, you know, this whole album comes from, uh, you know, he, he's talked about a lot, like a season of loss that I've never experienced before. Yeah. And coming out of sleeping giant, which was, you know, we're here to heal all the sick, sick people. And then yeah. it didn't happen in my own life. Right. Mm. And to get up on stage and literally say that, like, I, 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 re- I recognize that, uh, I may not have had it all right the first time. And this is about growth towards like a better or stronger view of the power of Christ. Mm-hmm. Like, and yeah. so, I mean, he's up there saying that and that's stuff that you won't even hear a lot of like preachers say. Right. Uh, and we're, we're saying that at a hardcore show in Alabama, like wh- what's going on here. And so it, it just, it's really cool to me to see guys like that, that are, truly truly like emotionally and spiritually invested in doing preaching the gospel sharing the gospel for sure man it was just unreal i'm so i feel so blessed to have seen it yeah and uh it was absolutely the best part of the weekend for me that's cool sweet anything else on holy name you guys want to talk about bobby summed it up man it was it was amazing and i was i've always been a big sleeping giant fan um and and yeah. like you said for today uh i've seen for today yeah probably i don't know 10 times and uh man this was this was up there must be nice to live near where they're from uh, yeah and i went to school in omaha so we saw a lot of for today shows because they're from uh whatever mm-hmm. south dakota or somewhere up there um but uh yeah i mean it was it was really cool and he's he's just super vulnerable on stage and he's he's a kind of an like a anxious guy and he's like he admits that and talks about that and like his nervousness on stage and being in front of people you know it's like once he gets into the zone it's like you would never know that so yeah it was it was really cool to get to worship alongside not only my friends but you know these big burly like gary was saying big sweaty dudes who were just throwing down in the pit you know 20 minutes ago so yeah yeah it was definitely a a, a worshipful experience I've never, I mean, we, we we strive to worship in everything we do and say, um, but like musical worship wise, it, it, I've never experienced something like that going from moshing to, you know, lifting your hands in, in worship and uh, yeah, I don't know where I land philosophically still on that, but it was it was a unique experience, uh, to say the least. But yeah, no, it was, it was cool. Definitely a highlight of the weekend. I'll just say, like, they also sounded yeah. good. Like, yeah, I think some of us were worried that they wouldn't, just because we know how many tracks they use and things like that. And yeah. it still sounded great too, from my perspective. That's awesome. I was sad Brooke Reeves wasn't there. Right. I was a little disappointed. Well, that would have been cool. So what guest vocalist came out? So obviously Ryan Clark. Yeah, the singer of uh, Before There Was Rosalind. Okay. Yeah. Um, and the singer from, I can't remember his name. Um, 
but he's on he has like a podcast right now i don't think their band's active or anything he's really I don't good. Can't remember his name yeah yeah he did really good though small guy that could scream big yeah. like held it he's held his screams for a long time but yeah. i think there was only three right it was just three of them yeah i mean they only had 30 minutes it's it's right. the, the pond so they have like the smallest time but i feel like we could do an episode on the holy name show all by itself it because yeah. just it's crazy crazy to think about like you know just that that worship like set being there you know like thinking about other bands you know or whatever like it's just crazy so it's mm-hmm. it's had to be an experience that you might not ever feel again that you are grateful that you yeah. got to experience that like uh mm-hmm. just can't even put that to words so that's awesome yeah so we ended the yeah. night with turnstile underwater you boy. guys weren't fans they were okay they were okay <laughs> they sound they were they sounded yeah, just like turnstile like yeah yeah they did. I, I I felt like I was listening yeah. to the the CD. Like it was. Shabba dabba doopa day. I'm a big I'm a big like uh, like older turnstile guy. Like I still like the new stuff. You know I like it for what it is. But uh, you know that's one of those bands that I've never seen. That I'd like to see. So thank you, Gary, for going and actually listening to it. Well, and saying, to make you I'm upset, here. we left like halfway through. You told me that already. So listen, whatever. they were good. <laughs> they sound just like they do on their albums and we're all pretty convinced that they don't have faces because the way the lights were yeah. it was just <laughs> like black hair. So it's like you never <laughs> saw any other faces and well one thing that's different too is so like mxpx closed the night and it felt like they were closing the night yeah you know like they talked a lot they joked a lot there was a lot of like you know conversation between the band and out to us when Turnstile played, it was just song after song after song. They didn't talk. Yeah. yeah. And uh, he kept, like, you know, holding the mic stand <laughs> way up high for people to sing along. And I'm like, no, no one's going to sing that. Yeah. You're not going to no, pick up. No one's that tall, dude. Like, yeah. You know, like the old. I, I could nitpick a lot, but they did sound really good. Their guitar sounded great. And vocally, yeah. he sounded just like he does on the recordings. Mm-hmm. It's the, the old shows are like what Mind yep. Force kind of is today, right? Like, that's what Turnstile was. Just insane. People going crazy you just when you're a main stage you probably don't get that anymore yeah. right like you just it's just different but cool so that saturday and then moving to sunday uh with the big names i mean obviously haste the day which i'm a huge fan of and i know you guys are too uh a plea for purging as cities burned blessed by a broken heart uh with plenty of more i know gary i'm looking at things like goatee hook Right. And the insiders. And those are probably like childhood things for you guys, too. Um, Sunday's a pretty sweet day also. Okay. Now, when you get to Sunday, are you guys just done? Is it just like we're ready for this to it be It was over? a real mix of emotions. Yeah. Yeah, I think that hits in. You're kind of like I've heard a lot of music and I've yeah. been next to a lot of sweaty people. <laughs> like, so it's kind of the nice part about Sunday is most of the bands we wanted to watch was at the pond stage. Okay. So it was like shaded and chill. Um, that, there was like one main stage and two shed for me, three sheds. But and I had gotten sick that night. I don't know what oh. happened, but I, I had a super bad fever, and so I just took a bunch of cold medicine, and I felt fine on Sunday when I woke up. Why am I just now hearing about you? You guys literally zero. made yep. fun of me for several hours. I was like, I don't feel good. I said, Can we stop at Walmart and get some cold medicine? And they all gave me a hard time uh, 
okay, and then they turned that. up. And so you day. gave them, so you gave them all COVID as a result. It's possible, but results are still out. <laughs> Nobody really knows. Yeah, I, uh, I do think I do think Bobby was patient zero. Possible, it's possible. <laughs> and you guys made fun of him. And he now look at you. Guys, so <laughs> you are all sick. So when we got there, by the time we got there, like because we drove all day Friday or drove right. all day Thursday, Friday, Bobby's wife is texting them saying their kids are sick, oh. and then the rest of the weekend, each one of the people that's traveling with us starts getting sick, starting with Bobby. So it's like, hmm. Yeah, <laughs> I woke up Saturday night at like three o'clock in the morning, and I was like, I have been hit by a car, and I'm on fire. So, took some more cold medicine, and I was fine the next day. Yeah, I say you couldn't really tell for Bobby on Friday or Sunday. He was he was back up and at him. That's good. Cool. Uh, yeah. So yeah, yeah, Sunday. Sunday. Sunday, we got there on time because we wanted to go check out all the merch, right? Haste the day booth, all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Um, but I, I mean, I have a long list of stuff that I saw. I think this is the day where we like diverted the most. Right, I saw a lot of stuff you guys didn't see. Like what? Uh, Goaty well, Hook. He didn't watch Plea, and none of us watched Goaty Hook for sure. Wait, Wait, the Insiders, Gary, Chasing I Victory. Watched, I you watched weren't both at of those Plea. With you. I was not at Plea. I cannot believe what? that. I've seen Plea. We'll get there. When we get there, we'll I will. Get, we'll get there when we get case. there. Oh, and man, I don't know was, if you really have a case. There's Gary, no but. case. That was like second yeah. to holy name for me. Plea so, was so good. Yeah, we Anyways, will get there. Blessed by a broken heart was probably the first one that any of us went to. And I, yeah, yeah, that's the first. And one we everyone went to. was pretty down on him, Gary. <laughs> what? Okay, okay. Gary's so, a fan. I know, I know Gary's a fan. So the night before, we were we were listening. We were after you know on the drive home. We like put on some music that we were going to listen to for yeah. the day, and I think Cecil put on "Blessed by a Broken Heart" or something, or maybe it was the, the morning of whatever. And like the first song is like their most Christian song, oh. and and Cecil's like, "You think they'll play this?" I'm like, "No way!" And we're like, "They're not going to play this," you know. They they played it. They played Heck a yeah, bunch yeah, of stuff awesome. from pedal to the metal, yeah, cool. which was great. I was kind of worried uh, they weren't going to. Worried is a weird word to say, <laughs> but I kind of thought they Um so the lead singer, I don't know if you know Tyler, but he looks like a total bro. He's so broy, yeah. right? Yeah. To yeah, the yeah, max. Right. He big sunglasses, athletic, muscly dude, lots of Backward tattoos. Tat. Back exactly, like his boxes are higher than his. Uh, his his ba- he has a back tattoo. Okay. Shirt, stop shirtless. Yeah. Stop describing yeah. me, Gary. Come on, <laughs> he has a <laughs> Veni Vidi Vici tattoo but, on his back. Huge. Yeah. <laughs> like, he does. Oh my yeah. word. He does. It's Every time true. he turned around, I had to say Vidi Vidi Vici in my head. Yeah, and I was like, funny. why? That's funny. But uh, so despite that, uh, he actually seemed like a really good dude. And he cool. was really yeah. funny and humorous. Um, talked about Sam Ryder a bunch. Yeah. You know, he used to be their guitarist uh, and slash secondary vocalist. But right. he also was in Close Your Eyes for the third album. And now he's like a crazy singer in the UK with yeah, super millions of, yeah, super famous. Um, but yeah, and they, they played all of their old stuff and some new stuff and crack jokes and i mean it was yeah a good he time. interacted with the crowd awesome. a lot and brought a kid up on stage and let him sing and i was really impressed kid knew like all the words he screamed almost as good yeah. as the yeah. lead guy yeah he was really good yeah. they were good though they cool. were fun what was next after blessed by a broken heart i don't know where did you guys go chasing victory you guys all went there i yeah. thought i was by myself i stood no, i was I behind there. the pit oh, nothing huh okay <laughs> 
I have no memory. I felt like I was by myself. Uh, no, no. Tim, memory. I don't know if you know, but you're muted. He might know. Oh yeah, I just pointed. Man, I said something really funny. I know. I saw you <laughs> laughing, and I was like, "He thinks he's talking." No one. Tim's like, "No one thinks I'm funny." <laughs> <laughs> just laughing. No, but you guys all laughed, so I thought I, I thought it hit, oh. man. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's hilarious. So what'd you say? What's so funny, Tim? Uh, I was I was still in the car, um, so <laughs> I, I pretty, yeah. I pretty yeah. it, it came out funnier than that when I originally said it. So uh, <laughs> hmm. no, I I was in the car until plea for purging at five yeah. o'clock. So oh wow, Dang. I and Tim just yeah. camped out in the car and Dude. ate snacks and. But older, I don't know what they did. Okay, well, I, say, I think I think we parked with three quarters of a tank of gas, and then by the time we left, we had a quarter tank left. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you cars on, and you're just blasting. Yeah, no, yeah. Yeah. Oh. oh, it was the hottest yeah. day. Sunday was the it hottest. Was super yeah, hot. I think that was. Hot. I'm 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 part Alaskan, or I was born and raised <laughs> well. in Alaska, and so. When I when I when I stepped out of the car and immediately got sunburned, I was like, "Yeah, I, I'll hang out in the car <laughs> for a while." His rugged looks. It's Bertolaski. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for the sarcasm. So you guys, you guys, for seven hours or. Five, five hours sat in the car with the AC on. Yeah, because we all did our. Why did you just stuff. go back to the hotel? We had some good snacks. Um, no, it was could... great actually because they stayed in the van and we bought our merch and we just went to the fence and tossed it over. Yeah. Oh my god, you're that close to the yeah. place. This just across VIP yeah. parkings. On you the rolled the, the window fence. down. You could hear it. I think yeah. actually, yeah. I think Ty and I both came in to buy like Cities Burns or whatever merch, and then we got a burger. From the, from the place, the seventh of the weekend. Just our, one more. I think Just our fifth burger. I think that was each of ours fifth burger. Um, were you like covered up with like your clothes, like walking because you were so hot, or like <laughs> hurry, hurry, hurry? Yeah. Oh man, it was brutal. Dude, um, that's crazy. But yeah, and then and then yeah, it was probably humid too, right? Like super humid and yeah, the humidity wasn't too bad, but um, it wasn't that hot. It was like in the it was in the mid eighties. Like it was horrible. Mid- it was like no. one hundred and five degrees. Dude, it was like 94 on Sunday. Yeah, it was pretty. Yeah, it, was, it was hot. Did it get that like, hot on Sunday? Friday was like mid 80s, and every day was like five degrees warmer. A little hotter. It was pretty warm. It was hot. To it. Tim's point, it so was if you're, hot. If you're a band playing at Furnace Fest, you do not want Sunday, right? Because all the festival goers got to be burned out, right? Yeah. Some of the bands say that too on Sunday is like, like everyone's tired. They're ready. To, they're burned out from live music. Yeah. It's a lot. <clears throat> okay, so you guys got to save Sunday for me. Other than the AC okay. in the car, what was good? So I went to Chasing Victory. I went to right? Chasing Victory. Yeah. Uh, okay. Chasing Victory was good. And they played like all their songs, and the dude sounded just like he did 15 years ago. And David Bunsen showed up for that too. Yes, and did a, did a part on that. And I'm like, oh my gosh. What, who doesn't this guy? Him and Ryan Clark were like tag teaming stages, I swear. Um, but yeah, not a lot to share on that one. Cause I feel like not a lot of people. Yeah. I mean, I, I was there for the whole set. I just didn't really listen to them a lot growing up. So, but so mm-hmm. at the same time, trenches was playing, yep. right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It was chasing victory and trenches trenches of the pond stage. So I bailed like, they're like, those are the last song. And I didn't 
know that song that well and i left like halfway through to go to trenches and i got to hear like two or two songs from trenches um and you know everyone's all talking about his big bike accident jimmy ryan had a bike accident accident, a huge bruise on his back and stuff and not gonna lie you're making this ac sound great guys yeah it was wonderful (laughs) i'm just just kidding i'm kidding that was a joke i'm kidding then there was a big break (laughs) and then there was plea for purging man it was it was worth waiting amazing Man. All right, tell me about Plea, because I wasn't there. Wait, okay, wait, wait. To be hey, fair, we got we to hash this out. So, Gary, what did you miss Plea for? All right, so Goody Hook started five <laughs> minutes before Plea. I, I caught two songs from a Plea for Purging. but So, Goody Hook, punk band. I grew up on them. There was my first CD I ever bought was uh, Sumo Surprise. Okay. With my own money. Valid. Um, and I loved Goody Hook. And they played really well. I loved it. Uh, not like Circle Pit worthy or running around, but it was mostly just hit with nostalgia hearing them play like mm-hmm. songs like Chevy Nova, Thanks, yeah. um, Banana Man, like all that stuff, dude. Like it's so yeah. good. Uh, and I, I, I had a great time, even though I was, I think I, I was the only person even from all of Discord there. But mm-hmm. I will, I've seen Plea. I've never seen Goaty. I bet you I will see Plea again. I bet you I will never see Goaty again. Mm. It's valid. You really That's think fair. you'll see Plea again? Uh, did you see how many shows they're doing Two. this year already? Two. Th- three now. They announced one today. Oh, another one? Oh, really? I'm pretty sure they did. Unless we, I'm thinking of someone we else. We did see Plea for the fair, the Haste Day farewell tour, and Haste Day's back. So, I mean, you never know, right? Like, yeah. I guess it can happen. So, I did see the last two songs for Plea. Which the last is fat, fat Pride and Malevolence. Let's go. Right. He saw the fat two Fat Pride was hilarious. Okay, I I had never listened to Plea before. Ever. Ever. Not you just know they have make really good smash burgers. I, yeah. He sold me the two days prior when I would meet him <laughs> at the hamburger place. And he was a very genuine, cool guy who was just like in it for for his employees and, you know, makes delicious burgers. So I fell in love with him via that way. Um, and then he sang a song about being fat and threw out burgers during that fat song. And a guy the size of the most quintessential sumo wrestler you'd you'd ever imagine stage-dived and uh, about crushed Cecil and Bobby in the process. Man, it was was wonderful. How many burgers do you think he threw out? Like 50? Nah, for sure. <laughs> well, they yeah. tried a giant slingshot <laughs> and it didn't like... work, so then they just started pucking them <laughs> into the work. audience. Because I've heard so... another podcast talk about twenty, and I've heard another one say fifty. Whoa, whoa. No, I think then it, it was, was at least a hundred. There was like... thirty-five, like no. at least a thousand <laughs> of them. <laughs> no, because he had like five or six guys from the burger stand all throwing burgers. Like and people just like bust him open and eat yeah. him right there. Yep. Yeah. Oh, for sure, for sure. And then he's like on the mic. He's like, "If you caught a cheeseburger, count your blessings." He's like, "Cause I hear, I hear they're the best burgers that there ever have been." He's like, "Or so I've been told." <laughs> and, you know, just typical Andy, just up there being a cheese ball. And uh, you guys didn't catch a burger. I, I almost no. caught two. I almost, almost caught two. Caught two. Yeah, I was. I was very. How do you upset. almost catch two? They like went into like, your hand and came out in of my it. hand and then like passed through them. Um, and people behind me got. I, I was so upset two times. 
The guy was like eyeballing me from the stage. He saw me, the six foot two guy way back there. He's going to get me. (laughs) Threw a right to me, beelined, and uh, Mr. Butterfingers here could not execute. Turns out half Alaskans can't catch. Yeah. (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, no, uh, please, great. So I, I think, I mean, the show they put on when we saw them in Portland was unreal. So I can't imagine what it's like when at Furnace Fest. So how many stage so he, dives did they do over a hundred? So he at the, at the start of the show, Andy said he wanted five hundred stage dives. <laughs> Dude, let's uh, go. That's a bit ridiculous. And so they did. They there were a bunch. Like there were a bunch of stage dives. But then of course they end the show with uh, malevolence, right? And Andy at the front of the at the start of the malevolence is like, I want a hundred stage dives during this song. A hundred stage dives. Well, so. I wound up looking it up and watching the YouTube video, but there's somebody who recorded all of uh, the show and he had like his camera mounted on the wall on the side of the stage. So it's like a, it's a state, like the camera's not moving around with the crowd and all that. So, but he put a, a uh, counter, a stage Mm -hmm. dive counter in the bottom corner. And during that song, which is a four minute song, there were 101 stage dives. Wow. That's awesome. It was a lot. So mostly I don't know what my the face. total count. Yeah, mostly all right directly into Bobby's face. Directly but, into my head. Uh, it was a lot. <laughs> so besides the yeah. two songs that I've seen that you guys are talking about, how are the other seven songs? How was Shiver? Shiver was wonderful. Heart oh, of a Child was really good. Yes. Yeah. Heart mm-hmm. of a Child was good, yeah. He talked about writing Heart of a Child because uh, Aaron, their drummer, Told him he wanted him to write a happier song, and he talked about being <laughs> angry, and he was angry at everything, and how it's not worth being angry, yeah. and that so that was kind of cool. I mean, yeah, it wasn't an explicit gospel message, but it was definitely like a like leave like leave your burdens, you know, like it's not worth living life yeah. in anger. The, uh, probably the, so the funniest really cool. thing about plea for purging though was their merch booth. So. <laughs> Obviously, they're not a touring band anymore, and, and maybe that's a, not a true statement if they're really going to play a bunch of different shows this year. But they had like a whole bunch of props and things from old old music videos, and uh, like all the leftover T-shirts from tours that they uh, had just left over, like all the random like sm- super small tees, or because you know, plea for purging fans aren't known for being the smallest <laughs> of the metal fans. But yeah, uh, and so it was like if you buy one of our new merch shirts you can take one off the random pile for five bucks right and so uh but then you start looking at what else is on the table and it's like they've got the alien alien mask from one of their music videos i think it's for heart of a child like yeah like they got the alien head and then i look over and it's aaron the drummer who's up there like trying to sell us merch and i look over it's like wait what what's in that ziploc over there and he's like, oh, this is the Ziploc. This is all my dreadlocks from when I used to have dreadlocks. What? And so he had brought his dreadlocks. It was weird. And they were in a Ziploc. And he's like, listen, I'm telling you, it, everything's for sale. Name a price. Like, everything's sell, for sale. Sell, it was. I'm selling my dreadlocks. And so, like, they were selling old posters. Like, they had, like, one of their old show banners, like, that you, you'd hang up behind the band. Like, you could buy that uh, from their merch booth. Along with the dreadlock. Did you get a dreadlock? No, I did not. Oh I did shoot, not. man, that would have been I sick. Bought a, 
I bought a t-shirt, but not a dreadlock. It was just funny because they're such goofy dudes that that uh, it was a lot of fun. I'm mostly offended that you guys had to find out today that I wasn't at plea. I knew. I knew you went to Goody Hook. Oh. You told why, me you why are you acting so surprised? No, they just made fun of you constantly. <laughs> I'm just disappointed. Well, Tim didn't know. I'm, angry, I'm just disappointed. Tim just showed up late from the car. He's like, oh, it's plea time. I better... <laughs> Shut the car off. <laughs> Tyler and I are. Game time, boys. <laughs> we, I was with Tyler. Okay, so toward wrapping this up, getting closer to the pinnacle, right? Like, did you guys go to Astity, Astity's Burn? Yeah, we did. Was, I mean, in my opinion, a giant disappointment. <gasps> what? Yeah. Because they played nothing from their first album, which... Except for that intro t- teaser is, track. With yeah. point point three seconds, of yeah. one song. So this, you know, Tyler, this is like the their last show. Yeah, right. They're not going to be a band anymore. So so why wouldn't they do the whole right? Shebang? So their intro thing was like this three minute long sampler of like a song or two from dial. every album. Oh, that kind of just builds into what they're doing, and so it's like you got all this hype. Ooh, we might actually get to hear a song we really like, and you know, and you didn't. No. no. They played They Fixed It. Right, I knew played, that song. They yeah. played a lot of songs that you knew, but it, it wasn't... But it came across as a show that was going to be like a farewell to Acid's Burn, right? Yeah. And I loved those guys. Um, but like Lunsford wasn't there to play the drums. It was some other guy. Like The only guy that was there was... I can't remember his name. The, the main brother, or the, the emo brother, I call him. Uh, <laughs> so Big Brother the Screamer isn't there. Right. Um, they didn't play any of the hard stuff, any of the old stuff. And then to close the set, they're like, or they just play a song and they're like, oh, that's the last song we're going to ever play is SED's Burn. And Jeez. the whole place is like, wait, what? Like, they didn't announce this is their last song. They're like, that was the last song we're ever going to play. They as, announced it before. SED's Burn. No, I th- they said it afterwards. Yeah, they had a whole. They had a whole video and all this before well, no, no, Furnace no. Fest started. I know, but I know they, oh, they the said it was going to be their last show. Mm-hmm. They said it was going to be their last show, but they played a song and then they like they just said, "Okay, that was the last song we're going to play." That's it. Peace, first. guys. And the song and was "This like, Is It," right? Right. Yeah. This is it. And we're like, "Wait, hold on!" Like that where clearly wasn't the last song of the set. And they're like, "Okay, from this point forward." We're going to be known as, and I've already forgotten the name of the band that they're trying to into. My only yeah. passenger. That sounds right. And like, and so now we're going to play our first song as "My Only Passenger," and it's called "My Only Passenger." And then they played it, and they're like, "Okay, thanks everybody, bye." Peace. Yeah. And we're like, wait, what? So what? <laughs> and so, yeah, no, that's what. That's how it happened. It's like I'm really. That's confused. literally I it. Pictured, yeah. I pictured they didn't play screaming. Bloodsucker Part Two. Like, yeah, I wanted to play nothing. some "Son, I Loved You at Your Darkest," yell at my friends, and then play the widow and cry, and then go home. But that's not what it was. Wow, Tim, yeah. what are your thoughts? You're you're like over there, kind of stewing. Tim's a big, t- yeah. You're a big, you're a big fan. So, uh, I'm I'm a moderate fan. So my wife is is a big fan. So I I kind of fan vicariously through my wife so vicariously um, fanned. <laughs> vicariously fanned um <laughs> and she watched the live stream as it was happening and um she was supportive through it and is excited for their new venture 
but yeah, I I I agree with with Bobby and in, in the sentiment of yeah, it was it was it it just felt kind of like eh, yeah, this it, it it wasn't like you know you see these these bands or one of your other favorite bands their farewell goodbye tour and it's much more exciting and kind of hyped up and you know uh it it wasn't that at all it wasn't it wasn't exciting or hyped up it was just kind of like it's like they built the hype but there wasn't any hype mm. from the yeah. band yeah. almost yeah like yeah it, it felt more sad like a departure from yeah. like a funeral who you've known us to be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, it was weird. So, but yeah, but I met the guy afterwards, and um, he's a nice guy. So he sad. I am. No, because <laughs> he sounded sad on stage. Yeah, I don't know. So I this know. this disappointment or whatever, like Bobby just said, yeah. well, the night wasn't over because you got haste today. It was at oh. your next yep. your next show. I did prior to prior to uh, SE's burn. I did watch the insiders because, like I said, I'm a I am a ska fan. If you could name all the list of Christian ska bands from the 2000s, the insiders would not all be five the top of, them? of my list. Yeah. Right, they would be five of five if you were going <laughs> to rank them for me. But so the W's is first. The W's was first. <laughs> oh man, okay, I forgot about the W's. Maybe w- they're five <laughs> out of five. Yeah, maybe they're five out of five. But uh, no, so that's, that's I went watched have, them. The devil is bad. You are or... the devil, and the yeah. devil is bad. You are yeah. the devil, and the devil is bad. Oh, yeah. Oh my goodness. You guys hey, that's a true singing this in the band. That's a true statement, though. But no, I went and watched them and. They were way better than I expected them to be. Like it was fun. I think yeah, Gary they did great. For, I liked. Garrick I liked half his... of it. Yeah, I liked it. Like they were fun. It's not my favorite ska band in the world, but it was really nice to see a ska band again. Like last year was Five Iron Frenzy. Was it as good as Five Iron? Of course not. But uh, one of the things that was nice is this. I don't know the the maybe you. I don't know if you'd say the same thing, Gary, but. Uh, the sound mixing across the board was way better this year, uh, I thought. Um, and you could actually watch a punk ska band and hear all of the instruments this year. So I feel like I was sad that it wasn't Five Iron this this year because it was mm. actually mixed properly. Uh, yeah. But they were fun. It was a it was a really good show. Um, and I feel like I I couldn't couldn't talk about furnace fest and at least give one ska shout out like it was uh it was a good time you still saw just as many kids skanking in the circle pit as you did uh that's why ska is not popular anymore because you have to skank to listen to ska yep (laughs) okay so let's let's get out of this ska stuff right now and let's let's finish with something (laughs) that i know i can't wait to hear about uh haste today and that's personal we're not going to tell you thanks for having us tyler (laughs) yep (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, mm. Gary's been kind of trying to like not gonna I, tell I've me. I've been biting like, my tongue. That's podcast talk. That's podcast talk. So I just need to hear haste today in all its glory. What was it like? Um, you guys rallied back. You you mustered the energy. You're there for haste today. How was it? Who's going first? It was amazing. I'll go first. I don't care. Bobby, have you seen Haste Today in the past? No, I've never seen Haste Today, um, but I was a huge uh, When Everything Falls guy. That album was phenomenal. And it was kind of like 
a staple for me because it was one of the first like super duper heavy albums that I got. Um, and then when uh, Jimmy stepped down and the new guy came on, I was like, hey, they're not the same. They shouldn't even be called Haste the Day. And so I kind of stopped listening to them. Like You're a lot one of, of those people. people. I was one of those guys uh, to my to my detriment. Uh, but I, I've kind of sprinkled them back in and realized like they're actually really good and probably better musically yes. than they were in their first two albums. Um, so it was pretty phenomenal. And then they brought Jimmy on stage to sing a few songs, so cool. uh, American Love and When Everything Falls. And Blue 42. And Blue 42, and Blue yeah. 42. Yeah. And that was just, that was incredible. And the crowd, really. Like, the music was phenomenal. The crowd was absolutely insane. Like, I've never been to a more dangerous, yeah, a, more, a dangerous concert than that. Really? Yeah. It, as far as pit goes, like, the most intense pit I've ever been in was Maylene and the Sons of Disaster at Furnace Fest 22. But this this haste today show was absolutely a close second like it was rough like it was people were into it it was it was insane it was uh people went nuts and it was incredible i never thought i i think i said it the day before because like gary said we would listen to music of who was playing the next day on the way home or on the way back to the hotel and I played American Loves. Like I'm gonna listen to the song because I know they're not gonna play it. Oh. And Gary's like, "Yeah, you're probably right. Like they're not gonna play it." So then they start. They start it, and I, I kind of, I fangirled for sure. Like I squealed like a little kid and uh, ran into the pit. And well, mm-hmm. no, the, I didn't. I was the pit like went nuts, and Gary and I are both trying to record that song, and uh, I had to give up halfway through. I, I did pretty good. On. I did pretty he held good. on. There's uh, a, f- there's a few times I, I was like getting pulled and people like running through me, and I'm like, "Stop! I have to hold my phone up for Tyler. <laughs> this is for Tyler." I, oh I really, gosh. I really want Gary to tell the story about his moshing experience in Haste Day, though, and mm-hmm. the fact that he uh, there was a pretty was... big mosh party foul that happened to Gary. <laughs> yeah. What happened? I was violated. <laughs> he was. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what song it was. Uh, it but it had where to they be post you. Jimmy Ryan, but <laughs> it, a guy in the mosh pit—he was such a jerk, dude, the whole what? time. I don't know, at, like I don't know what his deal was, but he'd find the people on the edge of the pit and just like shove them. He'd punch people. Really? He was like hardcore dancing. He was crowd killing, right? Yeah. Like no one liked him. Every time he came near us, like we always had to keep one eye on him and one eye on the stage. Yeah. And like, oh, he was such a jerk. But he would—he went around one time. Uh, probably for Blue Forty Two because I blacked out around that time. But he grabbed my beard, oh shoot, and yanked my head, and so I'm like, boop, in the pit. Grabbed you by the beard? We've all thought about it, but we've never done it. (laughs) (laughs) You can't let the intrusive thoughts win, dude. Like, so in Spokane, right at the Knitting Factory here, I've had people punch at my beard just to like, (laughs) you know, (laughs) yeah, just don't hit my neck, but. I'm, yeah, this dude grabbed me, and I, it just made me so yeah, angry. Yeah, that's, that's and, messed up. That is a that is a pit party but, foul. Yeah, so I tried my I I tried my best to snap out of the rage and like just go to the front since I'm already in the pit. Yeah. So I just went to the front, found Trey from Discord, and I'm like, hey, and uh, sang along to. After that song was, they took a break for Jimmy Ryan, I think, uh, uh-huh, and they played yeah. Chorus of Angels. Oh, good, cool. 
which we in the car the night before they're like they're never gonna play this song and pretty much everything we said they're never gonna play they They played. played like it was nuts but so i had a great time like for the last three songs front center you know kind of like holy name style just right there uh, a lot of people though like hitting and pulling and dude it was sweaty and nasty and hard Wild. to breathe and like like i actually had to like stick my elbows out and the person in front of me so that i could breathe because it's just being pressed too hard um but yeah it was a great time yeah. besides <laughs> the dude pulling on my beard yeah I, I just remember me like we found Gary because we we all got separated right. And, like we find Gary later, and he's like, oh, he's so mad. He's like, he's like, dude, this guy, this guy, he just grabbed my beard and yanked. Like I I chased him down until I I just I wanted to I wanted to fight him, but I couldn't I, catch I just, him. Like he was in the circle pit. Yeah, I didn't do anything. He was sneaky. Was good, I came back though. Yeah, and then he was on your flight home. He wasn't oh. on my flight home. I did see him at the airport, though. Oh. And I was like, oh, he's going to the bathroom. I might just have to <laughs> also go <laughs> Surprise to the him in the bathroom. <laughs> what are you going to do to him there, Gary? <laughs> Drop kick him. I'm <laughs> peeing on this guy. <laughs> Get it on his I shoe. I got you where That'll I want you, him. boy. I got him. <laughs> got him. <laughs> so, Tim, what did you think, though? Because you've, you've never really heard Haste Today except in the van before, right? Yeah, it was um, it was violent. That's a, the, they're really good. They're very good musicians musically. Like, I I really enjoyed what they were doing, but I was so distracted by all the violence that was going on in the pit, <laughs> and and yeah, I just I was kind of taken aback that um, that just these what, what do we call them the pit pit guards or. The guys, pit, boss? pit bosses, pit bosses. Yeah, pit, boss. pit bosses just came out of the woodworks, and there was like five of them who were just constantly yeah, thrashing man. around. Shirtless. They were all yeah, shirtless. Dude. Yeah. Super hairy, I presume. Weird. No, <laughs> yeah. they're like shaved. Oh, smooth shit. and Slippery. slick, like oil, wet seals. <laughs> <laughs> but the shed was so packed that they couldn't make space for the pit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So like people were just, you had to be in the pit because there's not enough room for one. Yeah. Would this have been yeah. solved if they were main staged? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. There'd be multiple pits kind of thing. But nobody but wanted that. But it also yeah. it also would have ruined it. Yeah, it, yeah. Is, it needed to for be in sure. the shed for sure. But yeah, no, it was yeah, it was, it was it was cool seeing Jimmy Ryan like shoving people off the stage because they're like in his way. Yeah, I was gonna say there we we ran into and talked with uh what I think it's his J D from JP? Flesh Killer. Or JP, yeah. JP from uh Flesh Killer. Yeah, flesh kill. You're right. Yeah. Flesh clothing kill company apparel. Yeah, and uh, he got up on stage at one point, and Jimmy literally like pushed him back into a monitor, and he tripped and fell over on stage, like backwards what? onto the stage. Roll, rolled up to the drummer, you know, like yeah, oh. yeah. <laughs> oh, so like boy. he, Jimmy was not messing around. Like he was just shoving people back into the into the crowd because people would, they kind of lost control a little bit. Like people would get up there and like try and like sing along or. Or dance on stage, and Jimmy was not having it. He was just like, yeah. "No, push, push, shoving." You see, he like in. shoving was, people ten people deep out, you yeah, know, out into was, the crowd. It's like, geez, it was, kid went long. It was great. Imagine Dang. if he didn't have a hurt, bruised back. Like people would have hit the ceiling. Like, well, and they're like, yeah, and like that's probably yeah. why they were probably touching him and it was hurting. And he's like, "Get off of me!" Boom. Yeah, but, he was, uh, that was great. Boss. So it was great seeing Jimmy do his old stuff, though. And but I think Stephen Keach nailed it. Uh, 
his singing and his screaming was just like the day he quit. <laughs> like when yeah. we saw them, you know, yeah. uh, doing all the songs that they do. Like they did stuff from Pressure of the Hinges, a lot from Attack of the Wolf King. Um, they did like their slow song. Why does Snow? No, um, like uh, the the place that most deny. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. So Tyler and I did an episode recently on that album, Attack of the Wolf King. And so hearing like us breaking down like you know learning the lyrics and figuring out what they're all about it's really cool hearing them play like lyrically some of their most christian songs for sure Mm -hmm. and it was just really 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 cool um i had a great time i part of me wishes i didn't record so much and part of me wishes i recorded the whole thing oh yeah but because once i got in the pit for like those last three or four songs like it was just too much fun and it was a blast that's so cool well, uh, <clears throat> yeah, I can't even imagine the moment when Jimmy comes on stage and, like, you knew it was going to happen because Trenches is there, like, right? You knew that kind of back your mind. he said he was going to. <laughs> said he was going to. I figured one song when everything falls, right? right. Yeah. That's what That's I figured. What I so he came out on the stage, right, and said this thing about how, like, he the day he quit the band, this became his favorite band or whatever. <laughs> um, So he... uh. Uh, you know, he's like, you guys, you guys want to hear some old stuff? And I just yelled American love. And he's like, who guessed it? Um, and I was like, no yeah. way they're going to do American love. Uh, dude, but that singing part. Yeah. Everyone was singing along, dude. In the middle. Never should have let you go. Like I, oh, that would yeah. give me chills, man. The like, night before Cecil and I are singing that in the van. Everyone else is like, yeah. what are these guys doing? <laughs> dude. And that's just the pit. No one's moving. No one's moshing. Just walking around, and then all of a sudden it gets back in, and it just had to be just disgusting. You yes. Know? Woo. There were murders in the That's about the time building. I gave up recording. Yeah. It's like, nope, not going to work. Well, that's cool. Uh, you guys have any other things you want to add um, about Furnace Fest or bands that we didn't talk about or anything like that? already got my tickets for next year, so I'm ready. Woo-hoo. That's what Gary said. He already I, has his I ticket bought my too. ticket for next year. Did you? Yeah, because the, the tier one pricing came out and it's like 180. Yeah. Um, so, I I bought mine in like, yeah, I bought mine in like February of this year or something, like, like, way too late. And it was like 480 dollars after all the service fees and taxes. So like, I paid literally half price right now if I go. And if I don't, I'll just sell it for what I paid for it, whatever. Yeah, that's basically what yep. I said. Yeah, it's still a year away. I'm definitely going. Yeah, so something that was really cool. Uh, so I only knew you guys for like four days by the time I left. But I felt like I got to know you guys really well and became good buddies. Agreed. Aw. Yeah. That's so cute. Yeah, and people, we always go up to booths and we're all like, you know, white dudes with red hair and like, you guys brothers? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> Yes, yep. I I only knew him three days ago, yeah. uh, but you guys, the... yeah. Well, I mean, right now, just in my view, I look at Gary, Bobby, and Tim. I'm like, holy cow, they are basically. Yeah, <laughs> I can't really see. I can't really see you, Cecil. Yeah, Cecil's oh. got a lot of tattoos, and I do have a lot of tattoos. He's he's adopted. 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 I thought you were saying he actually was. I was like, jeez, bro. You can't just say that. No, no. I'm the short, chubby, uh, tattooed one. Dude, I'm short and chubby, and I have a tattoo, too. So, hey. Uh, And hopefully next year we can uh, avoid all getting sick. 
Just start getting tattoos because the tattooed one of the group did not get COVID. So I'm, gonna, I'm the second most tattooed, and I got COVID. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I'm playing. You, well, but you started it. <laughs> okay, so. hang on. You were there. There seriously, <laughs> people started posting their positive test results. There's probably 500 people from the festival that had COVID. You got 500 oh gosh, people sick. <laughs> yeah, that's it. I'm out of here. <laughs> There's no possible way. Oh, weird flex, Bobby. The amount That's of, weird. The amount of weird sweaty flex. people that I touched, There's. it's possible we got it from that. You just went to every outhouse, just licking oh the handle gosh. of every outhouse. Well, you do take the math. Take that. If you do the math, you know, it takes three days to incubate a sickness. So you would have had to, if you got sick on Saturday, you would have had to have gotten sick, contracted it mm. prior to us going there. So. But that's just yeah, like my non-scientific math. Tim got, yeah, Tim. <laughs> poor Tim had it the whole drive Tim back. Was, Tim was like, oh. the whole drive oh, back. On, Dude, it's so... Like ten or eight hours in the back of the van. Like oh. Tim was miserable. Listen, and he's like, Cecil and Bobby had what's uh, what song is that? Tim on the music. <laughs> yeah. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Tim's, oh. Tim's, yeah, we didn't talk about the depression that was Extol, but I have, I literally have an Extol tattoo, but mm. uh, that's how big of a fangirl I am. But uh, I'm here's hoping for 2024. But <laughs> but uh, yeah, poor Tim. He was like apologizing by the time we make it back to Arkansas. He's like, "Sorry, I was such a whiner." It's like, dude, you're sick. Like so you're fussy. legitimately sick. Like it's okay. Like he was. He had a rough go on the yeah. way back, but yeah. it's worth it. Uh, it's well worth it. So yeah. worth it. Yeah. And it's so fun. All right. Well, I think that wraps up our conversation. Thanks you guys for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it. And maybe next year I can make it happen. I really want to. So <laughs> I'd really like it's to see you guys. It. Tyler. It's worth it. And it's the last year they're doing it. Supposedly. Yeah. Gotta yeah. do it. All right, if boys. Gary backed out, just take a ticket. I think I'd only go if Gary goes. Like we, no, we just go, go hop down to this place in Arkansas. I know these guys. So I'll hook you up. Yeah. Huh, okay. Sounds good. Yeah. All right, guys. Thanks for coming on. See you later. Thanks for having us. Yeah. So that is a wrap for our Furnace Fest 2023 talk. Uh, it was actually really great meeting so many of our listeners at the festival. Thank you for reaching out and wanting to talk, even just coming up and saying hi. It was super awesome. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Follow our podcast on streaming services. You know, hit the follow button on Spotify. And please leave a review if that is an option. We also have a Discord filled with people just like Bobby and Cecil and Tim. So come join the conversation and be part of our little community on there. And as always, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening.